Hey, and welcome to the Low Level Podcast. This is episode 14, and I'm your host, Sid. Joined here with my co-hosts, Rude. What's up? Cosmo. Hey. Behemoth. What's up? So today we're going to be sharing our thoughts about Yeast 1. Uh, all of us have beaten the game except for one, which is all good, but, you know, it'll be fun. My dog ate my digital download. <laughs> okay. <laughs> good answer. Yeah, good Let's answer. use it. Uh, um, it hasn't been used so far in this podcast, so I think we can. No, we can I think everyone it. gets a gimme. Yeah. Hey, before we get started, we should announce our new additions to the podcast room. Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. Um, we added uh, uh, some potions from an Etsy yeah. seller, I think, here. Yeah, they're, it's, it's a sweet. potion, X potion, and a high potion. You can shake them up, and they they look like that uh, that drink, that purple alcohol that, oh, man, I forget what it's called. It starts with the D. Uh, it's, Daiquiri? No, <laughs> uh, it's like a purple drink, and it looks like uh, you, purple. There's a bunch of glitter. There's a bunch of glitter in it. <laughs> I think it's cleaner. <laughs> cleaner. Yeah, it's fabuloso. It does look like it. it looks like it, it. Honestly, looks like a like a car cleaner, like a wax, like a like a wax. I don't know. It's wax cool. your car. It's shiny. No, so, it's like shiny. Yeah. So what it is? It's it's three uh, containers of potions, and there's some gold wax dripping out of the top of it. <laughs> And it's about the size of a toilet paper roll. <laughs> and from left to right, it's a beautiful blue, red, and then a cosmic green. Yeah, we have so a potion, an X potion, and a high potion. Yeah. Did, so, so which one would you drink if you were forced to drink one? X potion is the best. Right. Yeah. It'll heal, heal you all. Everything. Yeah, right. It'll fix my life. Yeah. But it's also the red one, right? So what does that mean? It just... I don't know. <laughs> kind of sketchy. I, kind of like the, I like the green one. <laughs> yeah. It could be blood or something. Yeah, right? Um, when did uh, X Potion is that from Final Fantasy? And because Potion, I, I imagine, has been around for a while, but like, I wonder where High Potion and then X Potion. I feel like I've only seen that in Final Fantasy. Yeah, uh, it's hypnotic. That's the drink. Oh, oh there you go. Yeah, it's supposed to have shimmer. That's what when you shake them up, they they start to shimmer. What kind of drink is it? It's like a liqueur. Uh, I don't remember what it tastes like, okay. but it's it's the same kind of shimmering that that those put off when you shake them up. Cool. The the high potion though it was cracked when I got it though, and it reeks of like rubbing alcohol like pure whoa ninety nine percent rubbing alcohol. So wait, what was the hypnotic you said? Yeah, I wonder if like your if your puke would shimmer too. Then if you it does, yeah, it, it literally does. That stuff does not digest very well. So have you had it before? Yeah, I've had it. It's terrible. <laughs> so wait, where you said it was cracked? Uh, the top of the bottle, like where the cork is, yeah, uh, Rob's all worried. I don't know. Yeah. If, no, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's Rob. It's not acid. It's gonna be, it's gonna be acid it's, it's all not, over my stuff. No, no, no. I don't know if it's sealed very well, TV. so I use some super glue to seal it, and oh, right. it, it eventually dried, and now you can shake it up. Gorilla glue just, or the super glue? There's a big difference. Is it, that's there is a big difference. Uh, yeah. It was super glue. Yeah. Was well, your glue endorsed by an ape? I mean, exactly. That's the wrong answer. Well, because Gorilla Glue, from my experience <laughs> using it with modeling, it bubbles up and it would have made it look really weird. Yeah. Are you still doing that? I just like saying I'm using Gorilla Glue yeah. or Gorilla Tape. Or gorilla Tape. Have you, have you done any of the modeling recently? Uh, not recently. I mean, I've got some stuff that I've pre painted downstairs, but I haven't gotten back to doing any sort of stuff down there. Have you done anything other than um, 40K stuff or just. Uh, yeah, I have some like board games that. So you got like the Bloodborne miniatures and stuff that game. we're painting up, but cool. it's just you've been painting that for years. Yeah, well, no, that's that's yeah. Dark Souls. Um, but yeah, we just we get in these spurts where we want to paint, and right now I'm just too busy gaming. Yeah, living Respect. life, and it's getting warm out, so 
climbing and disc golf are going to be like a priority. So. But we're we're still doing the podcast. Yeah, right. We're still. Um, you're still. You're yeah, still right? yeah, doing yeah. This? Of course, I would never take that away from okay, you right. ever. <laughs> you just didn't mention it. That's all. I was just a little worried. Yeah, there. no, don't worry about it. Everyone, right, calm down. <laughs> it's gonna be okay. Let's continue. Okay. Let's continue. All right. I also brought something to kind of. Oh. oh yeah. What is this? It's a, it's a piece of paper. So it's a piece of paper, but it's it's special. So we're gonna special. Is there tape on it? Oh. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. White nightmare continues. It's amazing. Yeah. It's a loveless you, poster. You, yeah, a, loveless you, poster. I have to get a frame. My framer was busy, but it's uh just an eight by ten, just printed off a normal printer, but we'll just taped up on the wall for now. But I love it. Yeah. Just to remind us. Yeah, and actually, there's a poem in this game too. So <laughs> very excited. Wow, yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. There's a book in this. There's a so there's books in this game. Yep. I yeah. bet you everything in this game is the poems, the books. They're a lot better than Loveless. So <laughs> actually, I'll have honestly, to say after actually, reading the books of Yeast, yes, is, yeah. I agree it is. Um. So yeah. Um. But yeah, since since the game's short, we're actually going to be talking about the story as well. So we're normally going to do a part three for this one. Um, yeah, super short. It's really short because we all beat it, um, except for me. My, you know. But you're you had an excuse. You were camping. Where did uh, where did you go? Up north. Next question. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not gonna let us know the location. We'll right. uh, we'll preface the spoilers before we get to them. No, but... I was I was up north at a uh, Cathia State Park. Okay, winter camping. Mm. Right on. Owls at night, drinking mm. some beer. Cool. Getting a little silly by the fire. So did you have to like dig out the not too silly the fire or the the, mm. the ring and whatnot, or was it already melted? Uh, no, it looks like it was like no one really winter camps there, but um, looks like the fire was made there previous. So it wasn't too bad, and okay. they 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 plotted out. So I was just um, no digging out in the snow. You didn't I have was... to like go knee deep into snow oh, no. and stuff. It was nice. pre-plowed, so I just threw it right in the parking spot. That's cool. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for spring. Bring on the spring. Right. So yeah, before we talk about yeast, we're gonna yeast. do some yeah yeast. Oops, uh, <laughs> we're gonna talk about some JRPG news here. Uh, like a Dragon Ishin is out pretty soon on February twenty first, which is a few days away. Um, but it's actually out was out on the seventeenth for people who pre ordered it digitally. Um, so people have been sharing their opinions. It sounds like they enjoy it. I'm not a fan of that early access, pay more. I know Hogwarts Legacy. Did oh, that was, too. it was it more to do that? Yeah. Oh, Where I didn't know get that. Get the digital deluxe. It's the first. I think it's the first time Yakuza's ever done it, or like I a think dragon. so too. Yeah. So, and it, it hasn't been as big of a trend as I thought because it's been around for a while. And I, how I much figured, more was it? I think it's like ten bucks. Oh, okay. But still, I mean, it's just like I don't know. It's just like another way because that's like I think. I mean, it's, it's not just that you. you get other things too, but I, I don't know. It's yeah. just kind of shady. Well, yeah, you're paying ten bucks for three days early access instead of waiting, so you're playing on people's like desire to play it sooner than later. For sure. I mean, I don't know, man. I'm not paying ten bucks just so no. I can play a game a couple days earlier. What, what, you don't, what game would you do that for, though? Nothing. Nothing. No. I'm not, nothing. I'm. I. I already had this discussion with you in the, the server. The game played him, but dude. I'm not a chump, dude. I'm not paying seventy dollars <laughs> for a brand new game. Core. You're a chump. Yeah, <laughs> you're right, We're dude. All chumps, yeah. But hey, guess what? I sold it, <laughs> and I made some of my money back. So am I a chump? Duped. <laughs> Way to go. He's a champ. Yep. How could you sell it? <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like I got my time in, yeah. and I didn't really need to do it. You're not gonna go back. I definitely it. was not gonna play that game again. So you're not gonna get the best cart for Aerith. No, no. I'd rather just watch a video of someone doing it if I really want to see it. But yeah, that game was something else. Yeah. And you know what? The I think the worst thing about that game and mm-hmm. why I wanted to get rid of it is because it's just like tainting one of my favorite games For of sure. all time. And it's just kind of it. like, ah, like even though we laugh about the Loveless poster and everything, but it it is it is frustrating that like 
that it exists. That it just exists in like Advent Children too. It's just kind of like yeah, I don't know. But thankfully, the remake. Who are the, who are the is... three bad guys in you know, Advent what? Children? What the three bad guys in Advent Children? You're, uh, you're... <laughs> nah, you don't. You don't. You remember? No. I schooled you guys on it. I know. I, I know forgot. it too. <laughs> yeah, Zoo, Laz, and Kadash. There you go. All right. Wow. See, excellent. I got it all. Man, like I told you, I was so hyped for that movie, and then it was kind of a bummer. No, and that that makes sense. No, I'm, I feel the same way. I did bust out Dirge of Cerberus. I didn't start it yet, but I was going to play it just to... Actually, know. you know, I I actually played the game when it came out, and I I had some mixed thoughts about it, but the story I thought was kind of decent, so... Do you think it's better than Crisis Core? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, just because it's like Vincent, and it's just a little bit, like, less, I don't know. Annoying. Cheese, cheesy. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't have loveless, so that's a plus. Or right. does it? I don't think so. I don't think. I don't Not think, even like a loveless billboard. But I do think Genesis might show up. Is he? He might. Huh. Okay. Because I was gonna say I I've seen him before. Stay tuned. Bo- I I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna start playing. I busted right. it out. So good. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, <laughs> Ishid's coming out, so that's pretty cool for people that get it, to play it. Anyone and, picking it up? Yeah. Is anyone gonna absolutely? Pick it up? You are. Yeah. I really want to play that one. It does look like really does look really cool, like gameplay and whatnot. And I I do like Feudal Japan, so I think I'm gonna definitely pick this one up. I will too, but they they drop in price pretty fast, right? Too. I, I do cheap. like to support the series, as I mentioned before. I bought in every single one, haven't played a single one, so you're, you're doing good work out <laughs> I'm there. Doing good work. <laughs> uh, it's weird though. This is this is a like a dragon title, but it's still uh, active combat. So I just think it's interesting that they didn't convert this game to like turn based, like. Uh, well, because that's what they're going through now. I, what, and did they give it a reason why they were going? I forgot. I, I think, think this is just like an old game, so I don't think, I think they, I don't think they want to change it that much. But are they not moving forward with the with the Yakuza title anymore? Because I think they're they're not. No. Yeah. I thought it was going to be no, like a Yakuza Eight you know, or something. I think it's like like a dragon yeah. is like the new because there oh, was there okay. was drama with the name. Right. Well, Yakuza was threatening, yeah. probably. Well, no, yeah, in, yeah. in Japan, the Yakuza is like a, it's a condemned, <laughs> That'd be awful. Yeah. Uh, title now, like. If you're if you're like kind of found out as a yakuza, it's a very I mean, they're hardcore against that. Yep, there's like a lot of like things the, have been put in place, policies, laws to like use at bathhouses. Like yep, yep, they've been really cracking down on uh, basically whatever the whatever the yakuza was. They're they're nothing like they are anymore. Yeah, we did we did discuss going to a bathhouse, but then some of the group had tattoos, including yourself, and my wife. Yep. So yeah, we we backed off and. They do have. They do they have, have tattoo uh, ones. They have tattoo or friendly. Yakuza ones. friendly bathhouses. Whatever. <laughs> Make some friends, man. I remember watching like a Vice thing about the Yakuza, and they had some guy on there, and he's like, "In order for you to get into this interview, you got to drink this." And they're like, "He's like, well, what is it?" He's like, "It's vodka and turtle blood." Oh yeah, I think I saw. Oh, that. so gross. Yeah. What? You don't dig turtle blood? No, I'm not. I'm not. What tiger blood? Like Sheen. No, I'm good. Remember that. Charlie Sheen, yeah, when he was crazy, yeah, when he was going nuts yeah. with the, wasn't he? Did he have a machete too? What? Yeah, and he, he had was... this, he had this drink, and people were like, "What is it?" And he's like, "Tiger blood." Yeah, what year was that? <laughs> that was like the year of Charlie Sheen. Going yeah, nuts. when he was going nuts, yeah. he was, yeah, he was kind of going nuts for a whole year there. That X kind of faded away. Kind of looks like Tiger blood or Turtle blood. Could Didn't be. Did Tiger guess. go missing recently? Kind of suspicious. I don't know. Wow! <laughs> the world, yeah, all these yeah. they go missing all over I the doubt world. It. The world's pretty big. Tigers yeah. probably go missing all the time. <laughs> Tiger King. I mean, yeah, <laughs> no, it's a big right. thing. It is a big thing. Um, yeah, another game coming out here this month is Octopath Traveler Two. Uh, prologue demo is actually available now. Um, 
coming out February 24th. And we would just watch the trailer here. Yeah. Looked I pretty good. It. I played the demo. Yeah. What'd you think? It's cool. I, I bought you the, first, the first one. Bought the first, the collector's edition. <laughs> of course <laughs> you did. Of course you didn't. <laughs> you think uh, you better off buying scratch offs? Because you buy <laughs> like a lot of these things. Where do you store this stuff? You got two kids. Two I, that's dogs. what I was wondering. Yeah. Where you do you this stuff? store this stuff? Um, it's just yeah. It's Next question. Actually, I'm uh, question. I'm enough. playing the first one right now, and I chose the absolute worst character to start with. It's the Huntress, and for anybody who's already played it, they speak for some reason. This character and the people in her town speak in old English, in like basically like Shakespearean English, and for like other translations in the world, it's almost untranslatable and you can't even play it. Didn't that. you major that? Didn't you get a major that in that community school? Yeah, spot uh, up, spot up uh, some Shakespeare. I did take, yeah. I did take some Shakespeare at school. Exactly. But I come, on, come, on, come on, come on. Yeah, it's long. Come on, come on, it's been so long, I don't even remember Loveless. anything. Favorite play? Give us a little Shakespeare. Come on. You could just read Loveless. Yeah, give us a little uh, I like, I like Hamlet. Hamlet's my favorite, okay. probably. Thank you. That's yes. enough for me. That's good. Yes. But no, uh, it was a bad place to start because I'm like, oh, Octopath Travelers 2 is coming out. looks awesome. I should play the first one. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to start with a different character. Well, the huh. thing, too. I think they're uh, they're separate. I mean, they're not like. Uh, yeah. It's like a Final Fantasy type thing where you could just play whatever one you want. And they're, I don't. They're, I mean, they may be related in some ways. I, I'm not sure yet. But um, reading online, people say you could just start with this one. Yeah. It's on uh, Game Pass. So yeah. if you got Game well, Pass, you can play it. Is, yeah. So. Well, and it's leaving though this month. I think it's it might be gone by the end of the month or already. I'll get on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Try to knock out this fifty-hour RPG or whatever it is in a couple of days. Yep, can do it. Uh, did anyone download the demo other than me? Cool. I um, thought the game was already out because I already saw a bunch of reviews. So yeah. So I was playing Ease late at night, and I was like, "All right, I need to play a real game." So I downloaded the demo. <laughs> And it was a good wind me down for the night. The music is so freaking good. I forget the composer, but I think Octopath, the first one was like, I think it was, I think it's a he, and I think it was his first game. Yeah. It's like for a, like a first effort, like insane. Like the soundtrack is, I think one of the best soundtracks. That's one of those uh, JRPGs that I've listened to the soundtrack without playing the game yet. But, and then two, even the, I don't know, half hour they played was pretty legit. Would you put it on vinyl? Uh, I think the first one came out on vinyl on the Square Enix store. But no, I'm talking to you. Would you put it on? Would vinyl? I put it on vinyl? Would it's you yeah. buy it? Sure. Yes. Pop on the headphones. Totally. Yeah. It's a Yasunori Nishiki. There we go. All right. Mad props. Yep. Cool. Nice. Are you guys um, interested in all? Do you think you'll ever play an Octopath? Uh, I, you know, I played the first one, uh, Octopath Traveler, and I mean, it was a fun game, and I think that like. I would definitely give the second one a shot. I don't think I'd buy it on release. Sure. Um, but I think I would definitely play it later. Um, you have sure. pre you have pre order patience. I pre order patience. <laughs> it's this thing I've developed over many years of becoming a gamer that I didn't have initially, but I've learned that especially with new games, it makes sense these days. It, honestly, I think like back in the day with like, or I guess if there even even today, I guess if there's like a physical copy that you know isn't going to be available and it's mm-hmm. a game that doesn't have a lot of copies, then yeah, you should probably pre order. If you want to have that physical copy, um, nowadays though, I feel like like we were just saying like you're, like a dragon, gonna a it's, it's going to be cheap. It's going to like six months from. It's going to at least be half bucks. off. Yeah. Or yeah, sure. or, or like twenty bucks, or like even sometimes I've even seen that the collector's editions available and it, it gets like down to like twenty thirty if you wait yeah, a while. Yeah. So I think like a dragon was the first one where I didn't buy full price. So that's it's a start. 
I bought it when it was twenty bucks. So. I bought it. I bought that one when it was fifteen. I think. There you go. And then it I was... got the steel book as well. So I got it for twelve. Yeah. Did you see it was five bucks recently? What? Really? Yeah. Dang. Did you buy that one? I need to play that game. I, I don't play it. That, it's fun. I'm. Uh, I think I'm about sixty hours in. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I'm just it's chipping at it. it, and it's yeah. No, it's it's getting fun, and the cool lobster. You know, you seen the trailer? A bunch of lobsters rain down. No, but I like lobsters. Exactly. <laughs> it's like Magnolia with the. The frogs coming down from the so sky. I've heard. So I've heard. All right. Cool. But I recently discovered that my PS5 was a... I have a digital drive. <laughs> you have a disk drive, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, moving on, as you were saying. You were saying, wait, you didn't know you had a disk drive before? <laughs> no. Oh, you thought it was just digital? Yeah. Oh. I don't... I don't... <laughs> what, did, what did you think that, that slot was for? What did, you, what did you use it for? It was for heat. Warming up pepperonis? <laughs> <laughs> But I was I felt so silly. I was playing the Super the Nintendo Mini, and I looked over. I'm like, oh, that's a drive. That's a drive. And like, well, didn't they even also uh, say they're going to come out with like a external drive that you can hook yeah. into the, the digital one, mm-hmm. right? So that's pretty cool. Speaking of <laughs> heating pepperonis, go when on. Was, when I was a younger kid, did you guys ever have like um, I don't know, like a hot pepperoni sandwich, the butter? Yeah. No, but uh, like uh, in a tortilla with cheese, of course. Oh yeah, I was like, you know, like registers, like heat registers. Like, did you guys ever have that where they were piping through the house, or did you always have like central air? Central. What? Okay. So our first house, we had like the heat registers. Heat registers. Yeah. yeah. So what it's is just that? basically, I think it's like hot water runs through and then oh, yeah, yeah. emanates through it. Yeah. So my sister and I would take the cover off and then we would take pepperonis and put them on the <laughs> registers and cook them up in the, in the winter. <laughs> what the? <laughs> nice. Is that when you lived in uh, Michigan? Oh, yeah. No, yeah, that was... Uh, no, that was Minnesota. Minnesota. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Minnesota. I know that house very well. Yeah. A lot of sleepless nights. Yeah, I mean, as long as we're, as long as we're being honest, what do you guys got? <laughs> What's got what for what? I'm just playing for heat. Uh, central no, air. A water. The water thing. <laughs> Fun. Anyways, yeah. Anyways, on. we got more exciting news. <laughs> uh, level five kind of came with a came back here. Uh, they announced a few games. One of them was uh, a crime sub, sub, uh, suspense RPG. Deca Police was announced for PS5. PS4, we did watch the trailer. I'm interested. Yeah, it actually had some good animation. It looked pretty interesting. Music was killing. Yep, music was popping. Characters had some uh, had some character, good vibe, character together. The police, though. The police, yeah. The police element. That's kind of. It's kind of funny. Kind of questionable. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. It seems like it's going to be, I don't know, kind of a, its own thing, mm-hmm. which I do kind of like about level five games. Seems like they're all kind of level five games. What else did they come out with? Oh, well, let me did, tell been, you. Rogue, oh, Behemoth from downtown. Let me tell you. Rogue Galaxy, Nino Kuni, Nino Kuni 2, Dark Cloud, Dark Cloud 2. White Knight Chronicles. Yokai Watch, Professor Layton. Uh, yeah, I could Which go. is also coming back as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Finally a new one. So, uh, I mean, I love, I mean, I'll buy this game. I'll I think Inazuma 11 also, they, they, were gonna, they said something about that game as well. I never played also, that one, but. It's like a soccer, soccer RPG. Soccer, yeah, RPG. So, Did so you guys... which would be a JRPG? Because they kind of, um, kind of petered out. Like they were looking to be like, uh, like Japan's like next big like developer publisher, and um, I think they kind of put, I don't know, a lot of their eggs in in the wrong baskets, and kind of, had, I don't know, like Nando not Kuni. had the success. Like Yokai Watch was like their big, like, like Pokemon, uh, yeah, kinda, their big Pokemon yeah. that kind of like teetered out over time. But it's popular in Japan. I think. In Japan, I don't know if it still is, but I mean, because they have was. 
been putting them out. And then I think they started doing a lot of mobile stuff. But well, this is them Revenant's kind of Kingdom back, really so. kind of fizzled out too. Revenant's so. was not like, and that was it had the Ghibli style, but it wasn't um, in partnership with uh, Ghibli. The first one was. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Nino Kuni the White Witch was a phenomenal game. Oh, the trailer looks cool though. Yeah, yeah. it does. Um, so some other news here: Monster Menu, the Scavengers Cookbook, launches May twenty third in North America, May twenty sixth in Europe. This one had a very interesting yeah. trailer. It starts with this person just eating an animal's limb. I just yeah, like monsters, that. Monsters just limb. Monsters leg. Yeah. And then yakking because they... Yeah, like and then no, they just barf no it up later. It's like, value. wow. What a, what a beginning. It was hilarious. I, I don't... Is that even possible to just... Well, I'm sure it is, but just to eat like that fast and then puke instantly like they like they they did in the trailer like is yeah, that maybe ever it just doesn't sit well in your stomach you know <laughs> so. like instantly i could see that if you like you ate something you weren't supposed to well, well, I don't have, have you guys ever ate a pepperonis on the gr- how'd that go again <laughs> yeah how'd right. that go the, 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 the heater <laughs> no, dude that was good eating dude did you yak up after that or no no no, no, no. you're already right. sick yeah, from yeah. trying to eat it and then you think about you just ate it so you throw it up no, you That's... just take you just pick off the animal hair and you're good to go no, of course, yeah. Actually, for this is really random. So I had outdoor adventures in high school. So my teacher's like, "Oh, a deer just got hit by a car." What is outdoor adventures? You got? Uh, it's a high school activities. You go outside hiking or biking or. You guys go camping too? Things. Yeah, it's an elective yeah. class that you take. Yep. Whatever that is, I don't I know. I wish I would have taken it. I, never I wish did. I did too. Oh, Why you guys missed out. We, we had outdoor life activities. Yeah, we had like a, the the light version. Did yeah. you guys that, canoe that together? Didn't did you guys think a romantic? We did canoes together. We did canoe together. We pretend we got mad at each other. We'd stand up in the canoe and like yell at and fight and people and fight fake fight. People be like, "Yo, calm down." You're like, "Calm down, guys. You're gonna get in trouble." Yeah, they're just get along. Just get along. You're gonna tip your canoe. Oh, we used to prank people all the time. That's fun. We. Well, that wasn't the first class we had. We knew each other before. That no, we had. Was a, that I think we, we had another gym class. I think the first class we had was a gym class. It was the gym class? Where yeah. We, we we played volleyball with our heads. Yep. People got really pissed. We pissed off all the all the volleyball players because we had that. We one, scored we one scored. time with our heads. Yeah, we convinced then, the other people on our team to to play without their hands, and we actually scored against the other. And team the best thing pissed. was is that the the gym teacher was just laughing. <laughs> he didn't care that we were doing it, and like were the jocks. Even though he, even though he probably should have told us to stop. Because we weren't we weren't doing it all like it's we not were against for, the rules though, yeah. it's it's not. But it's also like you know we weren't practicing any of the right. hits or any. Of the well, stuff a lot of them we were to. like we were just taking the points against us because we were goofing around. Right, but we had that one. We clearly so weren't trying to win. Yeah, I guess that's what I another thing. Too, Did the jocks get upset on the other side or the athletic? It was like I said. It, there was like a, there was an athletic. Uh, I, know, I can't remember who got mad at us, but she was just like. I was tenth grade, and then yeah. after life activities was. 11th grade or yeah senior? okay cool yeah that's fun we did uh horseshoes oh yeah we did do yeah. horseshoes shoe rang remember shoe rang shoe rang wow shoe rang. that's what i haven't heard that, that in a long time yeah but blast. i guess to finish my story is for yeah, that sorry, outdoor sorry. adventure class no that's fine you guys were looking at each other very <laughs> just having a moment did i tell you, you i put pepperonis on a register before oh you did no i'm just joking keep going oh um but yeah so teacher's like oh there's a deer that just got hit by a car let's go gut it out and eat it and so we, um, what? wait, whoa, whoa, Dude, what? what? Yeah. So we like, <laughs> Dude, <what>? no bullshit. <laughs> I, we're all like, what? But there's a lot of outdoorsy hunter, you know, people and they're like, oh, let's go. So we marched out like a mile into the field and there it is like 
And you know they cut the they cut so it. So did open. someone hunt it? No, get hit by a, hit by a car so and it died. Oh. So it just died that morning. So you just followed the the blood. The oh blood dang! Well, yeah. Anyways, yeah. And the next day we ate it. it. Like, well, that's a good. The lesson next day for we had venison. Oh, so you actually did kind of kind of relive the monster menu trailer then? Yeah, you, you did. Why not? Yeah, why not you just did. Or... Is that why you you got brought into this? <laughs> I'm moving on. <laughs> no, seriously though, what happened with the deer? It got hit by a car. No, I know, but what did you guys end up doing with it? Did you dress it and then? Uh, I don't know. We cut it out. Have you ever... Who, you... who took it, though? The teacher? I don't know. Is this... Are you interrogating me? Yeah, who got all the meat? We split it the next day. You know, oh, like the teacher sure. got some, you know. Yeah. No, that's pretty like cool. Like the old ways. I mean, yeah, I mean, that is teaching a lesson. I mean, humanity wouldn't have been able to survive, you know, whatever if they wouldn't have hunted animals. So. Do you think the teacher planted the deer, though? Probably. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, that's the thing. I was just like, what is this teacher doing with this deer? Yeah, exactly. Oh, anything sketchy going on here. Did, Miles, did you have, you've been quiet. Did you have any outdoor kind of activity classes in high school? You needed to have a certain GPA to uh, take those classes. And, and yours was way too high for that. And uh, I was uh, a troublemaker in school. I see. I was too, yeah. I got better in college, but somebody told me once that in middle school, you d- these grades don't matter. <laughs> he took that time. You know, you know what does <laughs> matter is that uh, Jinko jeans. Jinko jeans, yes. All about the fashion. Those yeah. matter, dude. Fashion matters. Dude, fashion matters. Fashion mm. always matters. Uh, next game, Atelier <laughs> Memory Remake, uh, The Alchemist of Salberg, was announced for PS5, PS4, Switch, and PC. I feel like we're talking about Atelier games. Every, we are, man. There's just a lot podcast, of Atelier dude. news. Um, but this is a remake of an old game, so whatever. Both of these, lot, there was a lot of information on it. No. It was a short trailer, but both of these games use that like I don't know if you would call it generic or maybe it's like easy way to ma- to like make the game, but they both use these like chibi characters. Like they, the characters are chibi, say? and then the cutscenes they wait, have like what? they have like a chibi some art. Yeah, chibi where they have these really big heads, right big eyes, oh. tiny bodies. Chibi. Sure, we can have the chibi discussion. Because we've kind of hinted that a lot of us I think aren't fans just from the Tales of Symphonia remaster. Which is embarrassing, by the way, because I think it's worse than the original, than the original game. game. People are finding out that it like, runs worse, like has like glitches that weren't fixed. Well, what are the quality of life lower... features for something that you call remastered or whatever? I just feel like... Oh, gosh, I think there's like, like auto-healing or something. Okay. There's some like minor things, there's but like, not worth stuff. like all the headache of the rest of the crap. There's just too much like yeah, glitches and whatnot. But a GameCube game that can't run now? Like, it's embarrassing. Come on. That's a bummer. I mean, yeah, I mean, especially... When you can like optimize it and like make it the best version of the game, and then I think that's why people get frustrated because it's like when you get the opportunity to get a remake or a remaster, you kind of hope that it's going to be the best version. But a lot of the times, it's like missing missing content or it's a well regarded game too. So it's not even right. like like they're just bringing something back. But there's a lot of people that like this is their favorite Tales game or this is the the Tales game that got them started, and, and the way they're treating it is kind of disappointing. But right, it was my first Tales game. And it got me started. And yeah, same here. Going back to it, it's like this is. Yeah, I look at it dog. now, the, especially the remaster, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to play this. Yeah. But yeah, it, I guess like the whole going back to the chibi thing, like I don't, I don't. First off, like chibi can be can be actually can be okay, like as long as it's like implemented well. Sure. Um, I, but, I mean, I can't be too against it because no. Final Fantasy Seven. No, it, yeah, right. The, when you're all, walking around the, the world, are, they're all like chibi yeah, style, right? And I think that's so I guess that was my introduction. 2D chibi, I think, looks pretty cool. Like Final Fantasy 4, 5, and 6. Like, that's all like 
chibi style when you're in battle and stuff. All the monsters Tactics. look the monsters look big and yeah. you're small. Um, it's just a 3D. I think the, 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 I think it's the problem with me for Chibi is like when it's the heads are too big. Yeah, it like World of Final out. Fantasy, where the oh, heads are the, the literally the heads are like massive. Where the heads are too we big. We talking Double O Seven big we're, we're, heads? Yeah, we're, cheat code DK, DK yes. mode. Yes, yeah, okay. <laughs> you're talking like Ultra Chibi. Ultra, well, yeah, we're just Chibi or like where we mentioned before. On, on maybe we should explain to people what Chibi even means for people that maybe not might not know. Yeah, sure. I'm just tuning in. I don't actually maybe know what is it. Gym. I mean Chibi. Chibi to me is just like that kind of cutesy, like smaller than small version of like a normal small version it, of like a, a normal thing. Yeah, like yeah it's it's a normal character with exaggerated features. So like small body, big head is like the typical, or small body, big head, giant eyes, yeah. tiny mouth. Like it's supposed to make the characters look like kid- kiddish and animated, too. animated. Yeah. So. A lot of people think it's it's cute, basically. Yeah. So yeah. I don't quiet. mind it. It's just a lot of games recently go to that style to and like lean on that style for their game for the gameplay, and then their like cutscenes, the cinematics, whatever, are completely different. So, it's kind yeah. of strange. Cause it's almost that's like old school thinking, almost like PlayStation kind of thing. For sure, but I think I think back then it was more of a limitation. Right. So you kind of understood, but now when it's they're still going with that same style, and then you have these like higher polygon chibi characters, like it just looks wrong. Like I don't know, but that's just me. I mean, if someone looked at FF Seven, they might feel the same way of just saying these characters look whack. But yeah. to me, it's like I mean, not all that's things. how I feel. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, we'll talk about it later. But um, I don't know. It's I'm not like I'm not against it. I'm not like one of those things where I'm like I don't understand how anyone could like. It. I just it's just one of those things that's not for me. And I think it's it's kind of a turn off. Of, yeah. Of like yeah, maybe there's so much to play where it's like okay. Like even if the game's like really good, sometimes like art style can like throw you off to like get into it initially. Um, so I think like especially if it's something that you're not into right away, it's hard to spend money. Sure. Um, something like that. So. Totally. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, another new game here, uh, Etrian Odyssey Origins Collection was announced for Switch and PC. This is pretty cool. Kind of like an old school dungeon crawler game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the first three games for, the from DS, right? Or the the ones around DS, yeah. Did it start on DS or was it around like yeah, before it that? On, or maybe it was on 3DS. I'm not really it sure. It was DS before. Yeah. I know there was ones on DS and then it continued on, it 3DS. on 3DS. I just right. didn't know if it came before DS, but... I think it was DS first. Yeah. Um, and I think they were stuck on DS. I don't think they've been on anything. I think this is the first time they've been outside of yep. um, the handheld, so which is pretty cool for people that want to play it. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. Like, it's very old school. But first they, person. First person. Yeah, for sure. Dungeon mover. Like, kind of like, uh, what do you call it? Like, Doom, Blake Stone kind of style. Except like you move one step at a time. Yep. And then you take an encounter. And it looks like they updated all, like, the art to make it... Kind of modernized it a little bit, so yeah. A couple things. Um, one is the because the map feature was kind of a big thing with the DS, where you can kind of draw your map. So we'll see how they handle that, like control wise on Switch. Sure. And then also, I think one thing that people are uh, not a fan of is the pricing for this. It's like I think each release is forty dollars. I mean, that's what twenty six dollars a piece each game. That's not but, it, but it's forty dollars for like old DS games, and then as a as a as like a three pack, you're spending eighty dollars. Like, well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you if you if you if you've been waiting for this collection and you buy the and you buy the eighty dollar whatever the price is for sure. all of them together, yeah, then it's only twenty six dollars a game. But it's just like that's another, really not that bad for when you want to play these games. And it, like, if you if you were to actually go out and buy them, they're probably like over that easily. 
if you want to buy the physical copy. I mean physical copy, but you can just download it. I don't know. Can you? Oh, you can install on 3DS, but that's going down soon, isn't it? Next month, right? Right. Well, so I, don't good luck. The, I don't know if they have the original DS games on there. I don't think they do. But Right. But so still, like, it's like it's another Final Fantasy Pixel remasters where it's like just charge $60, charge a normal price, and you'll probably be more likely to sell it than... than Pixel remasters is a little bit different because that was, that, was a, that was an exclusive collection. But it's just weird having these weird prices of like, oh, the Pixel remaster is $74.99. Is the remaster, is a remaster just going to be sold as $80 as is like digital? like $74.99 or something like that. Just digital, not, yeah. not physical? But to me, it's just like, why would you just put $59.99 or even $69.99, like, People are going to use that. So price. that's that's interesting that you say that, but yeah. then you're willing to pay seventy dollars for a pre-ordered game. Well, we're talking about Zelda, though. Well, we'll, we'll get to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it's just funny that, like, that you that you're just for a you, brand new game. I also like, think that's weird, though, right now, why? too, because every other Switch game, Switch? every other Switch game is sixty dollars right now. Okay. And now, because well, no. it think... really, because if you if you go down to it, if you want to boil down the argument, it's just. You know what they, how much money they want to make, totally. and, how, and this is the game they know people will pay for, right? And so I kind of feel now. like if you're, if you're kind of like thinking about it logically, and you like, you want to get into these games, or you're a big fan, yeah, and you don't want to buy them physically, right. but you can now purchase them for twenty six dollars a piece in a collection. Right. Yes, it's a lot at once, but it's gonna give you, I guess, or you can just wait for it to go on sale because I guarantee you this They're probably won't, sale. it won't stay at eighty forever. So. I know. To me, it's just pre-order patience. Going to, back to it again. To me, <laughs> it's just the it's the it's Atlas, where I think they take advantage of their their fans a lot, like with the countless like Persona Five. Which, by the way, how do you like it so far, Rob? Oh, <laughs> it's just I haven't played it yet again. But yeah, you know. But just like re-releasing, but not re-releasing, re-releasing at full price without giving people like an option who bought the original game of like here's like a an upgrade for this, you know, a, a paying like a, an option for DLC, but they're making you buy the full game because yeah. they know people are going to do it. I kind of just feel like it's just it feels like you, you can Odyssey make you can make that starved. argument for everything though. No, no, but, but, but like Nintendo, but then why not call PlayStation? It out? Why not call it out? You should call it out. Hundred percent. I'm doing. <laughs> well i i'm just saying everyone has their line i just don't really think that this is all that offensive to me to me though i think 40 uh, to me personally okay. 40 dollars for a ds game sure is but it's ridiculous but 70 dollars for a switch game and all the rest of them are 60 doesn't offend you okay but hold on <laughs> <laughs> to back him up though he's got two children <laughs> that's true all right so he's looking for those he's deals. A good tax break though Exactly. So I don't. I'm not, you know, I'm not even. You know, Dad's looking okay. for those deals. <laughs> hold on, hold on. So Tears of the Kingdom. I do agree. It's weird. They should, if Nintendo's going to do it, they should just wait till their next like system. Which yeah. They're probably it's probably going to be next year. Yep. But I think one reason why it's seventy is they're going to use a bigger cart because this is the one of the biggest Switch games, so they have to use a thirty-two gig cart, which costs them more to produce. So that's one reason. Okay. Not, probably not a ten-dollar difference. I know they're probably taking advantage of knowing people are going to spend $10 extra for Zelda and they're going to pay it no matter what. I totally agree. I think it's weird, but I don't think it's the same case as Etrian Odyssey. To me, Etrian Odyssey seems like it's like Atlas, like take advantage of I get of what you're saying because it's, it's an old game. It's, it's, a, it's not a new yeah, game. Yeah, just release so, it at whatever. $60. I just don't, I don't know. I guess like with some of these games, I just, it's like, but it's like, would you rather have them do this or just not have them do it at all? Because it's kind of like, that's, but they don't but, have but, to. I kind of feel like they do to like sometimes to like their 
shareholders to be like, we want to do this. And in order to like make the money back, we're going to sell it for whatever. I'm just, I'm, I'm assuming that these are the conversations that take place behind doors about why they set prices at a certain point. So I just kind of feel like with this one, it's kind of like, I'm just glad it's coming out at all for the fans that are just been waiting to maybe play these on like a modern sure. console. So yeah, it does suck that they're going to be 40 or whatever. 40 per title is pretty lame. I'll, I'll agree that that's, that's that's how much the originals cost. Yeah, I would I would say if and the work that's done, it's not like they're a, a complete glow up like yeah. Metroid and Prime it's and it's clear that they're, they're trying out. to push people to buy the collection by making right. it cheaper per per title. But I also kind of feel like yeah, just be patient and whatever. No, totally. And I think it's your, just it's your good that your patience makes sense. Yeah. and it is honestly something I've been actually adhering to more these days because one, I don't have time to to play games. I'm finally wising up. Apart from buying every Yakuza game, but whatever. Um, Thank you for your service. But it's 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 uh it's something also where games it, they get better as you wait, so it doesn't make sense to play them day one a lot of times. So like day one purchases for me are pretty rare as far as like it's stuff that I'm really day one for. Per- dude, you're raised on day one purchases. Stop <laughs> trying to be. Oh about? yeah, dude. Like what, Amazon like who's this guy? The day, Amazon King, dude. Like this guy's <laughs> paying a picture. He's not. <laughs> Dude, you're all about that. This guy is the I, biggest day one gamer maybe not, maybe not I've anymore. ever met. Maybe not so much anymore. But hey, I'm with right, you. I'm with you on day. it. I, I'm all on well, the hype train. Well, I'm just gonna cancel. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, honestly though, no, I, I have been because you, if you play it six months later, you're gonna get a better experience generally because yeah, you get be the patches. updates. Usually, it's cheaper. I mean, there's just so many reasons why you should just wait. I don't know. I, I also kind of feel like if you give in to some of these, if you don't like the price, which I think that then we just both, wait, just, just wait There's and so just don't buy it. And it's not like For it's sure. going anywhere. Like it's going to always be available digitally. If you, I guess if you really want to buy the physical copy and you're really worried that it won't ever, because I, I the only physical copy you can buy is the collection, right? You can't buy them individually. I don't think you probably can. Probably not. Probably no. Not. Right. So I guess. Whatever. Well, is it even going to be offered as a collection physical? Because that's also weird. Because oh, there's yeah. no price point. There's no physical games that cost eighty dollars really, unless you're buying like a the Final Fantasy one. The, yeah, the Final Fantasy or whatever. But yeah. I don't know. Maybe there is. I, I haven't followed up on it. But... Here's the real question: Are you guys going to buy this game? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, got him. Got me. Moving on. Got me. I will. Uh, you know what? It's just I, Alice. I would. I would buy this um, if it was cheap maybe like 20 bucks or something i don't know all right all right but i'm i pre-order i pre-order right now if it was 60 all right guys we gotta move on (laughs) pre-order right now if it was 60 for all three wow okay yeah thank you miles um (laughs) moving on here uh some playstation classics got announced uh legend of dragoon yes Uh, wow harvest moon back to nature and wild arms 2 you know, it's a real crying shame that they remade Final Fantasy VII and not Legend of Dragoon. <laughs> Come on, that's dude. a real crying you know that's shame nonsense. out there. You know that's that's fucking nonsense. nonsense. I would actually, I would like to replay that game and see how well it holds up. It holds up. It doesn't fantastically. It do- I, it's an I, epic tale. Of... I started playing it last year, and it, it, well, it's, it's fine. I won't. You know, <laughs> we sorry. made a, we made a deal that I would play two of your games and you'd play two of mine, yeah. and you have yet to fulfill any part of your deal. I fulfilled one part of mine. What was the one part of... Oh, I haven't Last played Us? Monkey Island yet. That's the only other part. You said I had to play Last of Us, which I did, yeah. and Monkey Island. Yeah. And I've, I haven't played Monkey Island yet, but what you did have... you tell me I had, I had to play? Shenmue and Legend of Dragon. I played Shenmue. You didn't beat it. Okay, but I got close and... Nope, no, doesn't on, count. Doesn't count. You're just getting into everybody today. God. <laughs> <laughs> Anything going on at home? God, Yeah. <laughs> 
Hey, you, you dog, you dog, Legend of Dragoon on in the on the Discord server, bro. That's that's. Dude, I feel like okay, uncalled for it. Like, and then you went and you we were talking about pit cross to everybody. Hey, check it out. He's this just making amazing. He's making a fool of himself. No, I know. I know. That's the hottest JRPG. Honestly, I think what it was. On, this man. podcast started out normal. Once I brought up the pepperonis, you guys started judging me. <laughs> Hey, I'm I'll just agree. saying. No, okay. I agree. I, I have been judging you since then. I do like to dog. I do like to dog Miles, aka Behemoth, uh, on the Discord. <laughs> hey, if you played Legend of Dragoon, you'd understand why it's such a fun game. No, I, I, I really did start it last year, and I was enjoying what I played. But the act of combat's great, dude. It's it's uh it is actually better now. I think whenever I first played it, like. Uh, there's like lag on the TV or something because I was just not making those attacks. I'm like, Ooh, what the f is this? You kind of have to in that one too. Um, but I, I was playing it and then just got cut up with something else. But no, it, it was fine. It was cool. It kind of gave me some like old school Final Fantasy vibes of just the pre-rendered backgrounds and and 3D characters, turn-based battles. But no, they're adding trophies, which is cool. Are you guys? No one here is really into trophies too much, right? No, I like the, I like trophies I like for this game. That'd be cool. I think it's cool that they do it just because it's like. They got breathing some life onto some of these old games. Yeah, this, this the, one's the, up. Oh, I'm sorry. They're gonna have the. Are you gonna p word this game? What? <laughs> Platinum. Platinum. Absolutely. But no. Um. No. It just says it's enhanced with up rendering, rewind, quick save, and custom video filters. They're standard stuff. Which is cool. I mean, yeah. it had nothing before, right. and you couldn't play it unless you bought it uh, or emulated it. So yeah, it's cool. No, it's cool. I, I think it's embarrassing how. They haven't put anything out. Like I think if you, you're 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 truly a chump. Like if you subscribe to the higher, I agree. Tier, because the how they've treated that is pretty freaking embarrassing. Of just like not giving people like any real benefit. Like yeah, dude. Even like they're so I understand like licensing agreements with like all right, trying to get Square on board, release their games, release some trophies. That's probably not going to happen because yep. they're doing their own thing. Yep. But even Sony's got all their they got. A, Plenty of games they could have released by now that they haven't put on. So it's just like, what are what are they doing? I don't know. Yeah, and it's kind of like, why isn't it? Why is this so slow? Like, I mean, we're talking here three. I mean, this is only a, a couple of JRPGs, but this isn't. There wasn't that that much more than this. Dude, I think they've they probably have less than I don't know. I, I mean, honestly, it's probably less than it's probably between like less than fifteen PlayStation Classics. That's and that's for pathetic. How the service has been going on because already. it's kind of like. Really, if they, if they put in some real effort into it, they could really release all these games. It's like Nintendo. I mean, with yeah, their online, it's, the same it's just this drip feed bullshit, and just like I yeah. Don't know. Well, speaking of Nintendo, uh, Game Boy Advance Wait, and Game Wild Boy Arms, games, Wild Arms Two though. Oh, Can we what? talk about that. Sure. Did yeah. You guys? Oh yeah, can't wait. I'll, yeah. I'll replay that game. Wild yeah. Arms is such an awesome I've, series. I've played the first one, I believe, and the third one. Um, third one's fun. Third one's a the well, cell shaded Western. PS2. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Well, they're all kind of Western style, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. That one's got upside down cats. So. All right, I'm in. Yeah. With Harvest Moon, though, is there is there a need for Harvest Moon to exist when Stardew Valley is 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 kind of taking over the world at this point? Like, I mean, it's it is the it is the originator of the farming simulator. Yeah. And life simulator, I guess, because you get and get married in that game. I've never played one, so I don't know like what would it be like. I played to, I but... played Back to Nature, Harvest Moon Back to Nature. It's a fun game. Did you uh, play Stardew Valley? Nope. Okay. <laughs> so that's the thing. I'd be curious as someone who plays Stardew Valley, where it's just like really yeah. feature rich to going back to Harvest Moon and how. It well, and Harvest Moon, like it has chibi characters in that I'm game, <laughs> but they 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 fit the tone of like what the series is trying to do. Very totally. lighthearted. It's also two D, isn't it? It's or no? uh, like it's like top down, it's top sure. down two D. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, fun game. Not not like my favorite type of game, but back in the day when it came out, it was like, oh, this is different. Never played any g- a game like this before. So not to me. Yeah. 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 So uh, Game Boy Advance and Game Boy was announced for Nintendo Switch Online. A couple of JRPGs, uh, Super Mario, or sorry, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga was a. Uh, was an that. that's pretty game. cool yeah um i've actually never played that never even played. Though I love is that the mario. tactic really style play. one no it's the one where you just it's just mario and luigi and it's kind of it's turn-based but i think oh i think yeah, it's yeah, also time right. there's time, like hits time hits as well time hits. so it does kind of retain uh some of the RPG. some of the elements from super rpg and legend of dragon um, but it, it's but it's done by alpha dream which is defunct unfortunately closed down yep. who's the artist behind mario and luigi does anyone know at the top of their head uh, I don't know. Yeah. What do you mean? Who created them? Oh yeah, just the artist. <laughs> yeah, someone at Alpha Dream, I'm sure. I just I don't I don't know who's doing that. I mean, the there's, I mean, it. there's probably a, a ton of different artists of Mario over the years. I mean, depending on the game. Yeah. Well, well I guess the main artist for back in the day, but yeah. I guess you know why they wear I mean, the hats. Me, me the artist it, yeah, me couldn't and... draw the hat or draw hair, so that's why they wear the hats. Miyamoto, then? I mean, Shigeru Miyamoto created <laughs> yeah. created Mario. Is that what you're asking? Sure. <laughs> Yeah, so so you're throwing the tidbit out there that he a little bit. Okay, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Thanks, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and then the other game, which I think has some light RPG elements, I'm not really sure if it qualifies, but Gargoyles Quest on Game Boy. I started it a couple times. It's actually kind of a unique little game from yeah. the Ghosts and Goblins uh, genre or series. Like it's kind of a spinoff. It's not yeah, it's really related, but is it? Yeah, it's, it's actually... a spinoff. So it's developed by yeah, Capcom. The, the, yeah, because this this character, um, I, remember, I think it's Firebrand. He was he was in yeah. the. Oh yeah, he's in, yeah he's one of the bosses that you fight. He's in Smash, or maybe he's one of the characters. But yeah, um, yeah, he's also probably in Smash as well. Did you watch is the? Is he what? in Smash? No, because I was say I don't think Arthur's in Smash. He's in Marvel vs. Capcom. But is, is Firebrand in Smash as like a, an assist or something? He might. Or, yeah, he might be. that because I, 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 I mean, there's a lot of Nintendo games that. No, you know what? I'm thinking of you know I'm thinking of Firebrand because Firebrand is um, there's someone with a Firebrand username that developed like a lot of different uh, filters for like uh, uh, I don't know like the retro tank and uh, like the video upscalers and they were kind of one that were would like present all these ones that would have like different uh, presets that you could load up um, that would make your flat screens look more like a CRT. So. That's cool. Yeah. I don't think I've ever wanted to get into like one of those things. Just dude, because... it makes a huge. Like, really? They're getting so good that like honestly, like there's a lot of people with. Like, and they're getting the, cheaper too. Getting cheaper, and they're with the how good they look with the like the retro tank five X. Like there's, to me, like that's what I played Vagrant Story, and it looks like. No wait, no, I played that one on PlayStation Digital, but I'm playing our uh, the sixty four, and that looks like it's good. It's not quite CRT, but it, it's getting close. Like, nice. It looks really good. Um, so yeah, I think that'll do it for the news. Uh, unless you guys can think of anything else. Well, I think I'm gonna like piggyback it. on gargoyles. You yeah. watched the cartoon back in the nineties cartoon. <laughs> I didn't. I there heard was like things, there was a cartoon. Gargoyles. gargoyles. Oh, gargoyles. Yeah. Oh, for like the Disney gargoyles. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> terrible. I think I remember watching it. It was. I think it like it was kind of. A, wasn't it like a spinoff of Hunchback of Notre Dame? No. no. Yes, no. it was. No was it way. Yeah, because I think the gargoyles. Were in that movie, were like in the show, no, or I, I think it has think something so. to do with Either it. Miles, maybe I'm crazy. What I didn't play this game. I, I just had another thought though. Go ahead. Um, it already came out, but Wild Hearts, the Koei Tecmo, like hunting style game. Oh yeah, came out pretty good. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, have, I, I you, bought it and played it. That. 
Um, it's got some jank, but definitely has a lot of promise if they end up making a second game. Yeah, everything I've read for like, especially for like a first effort as like a Monster Hunter type game, like people it's pretty strong. People are really worried about like the building aspect in it because it's like they think it's like Fortnite, but it's like so easy to use and it doesn't uh, uh like upset the flow of the game. Yeah, but I just wanted to mention that because it. It came out last week, and I don't think we talked about it in the last episode. But yeah, yeah, really cool to see like other games out there, and I mean, what, I don't know how successful it is right now, but what does uh, what does it do better than Monster Hunter in your opinion? Because you're a big Monster Hunter guy. Uh, what does it do better? I don't think it. I think that like, the building adds a different level of Element like verticality and ho- like horizontal uh gameplay that. Like Rise has a lot of verticality in it, but the normal Monster Hunter like world, there's no you can't jump or do anything like that. And this kind of takes up a, a point from Rise and kind of even builds further onto that, where it has the environment and the things you build help you with fights. Um, and the stuff stays in the game, so it doesn't get destroyed. It's it's, sta- it's perpetually in the game, like in Death Stranding. So that's cool. Really cool. Yeah. So you can have zip lines all around. You can make a pass around. You're the whole... all about zip line. If the game has a zip line, it's like top five for you. It's top five. Have you ever been on a zip line? <laughs> no, dude. We had a zip line when we were growing up. We had like these two tall two, pine trees. I think they were uh, white pines. Uh, on the side of our driveway, Big like tall, tall tra- uh, pine trees, and we uh we had a zip line that we attached from one pine tree to the other. Just epic. But the problem was was getting the getting up there, getting the pulley back. To oh, the other side. Sure. <laughs> so we had like this long like branch that we'd use to like try to drag it across. So like it was I think it was short lasted also because my my sister when she crossed it, like once she went to the other pine tree, like it like ripped a hole through her flannel because we didn't like clear out the other side too well. So <laughs> Yeah, oh, if you grew up in my house it wasn't uh It was a little dangerous. It was a little dangerous <laughs> for sure. You know where she went wrong? She didn't eat a pepperoni. <laughs> A hot pepperoni hot sandwich. Pepperoni off the Getting heater. that strength. <laughs> yum yum. <laughs> um, where's Zelda there? though? I just I gotta talk about it a little bit. Oh yeah, go ahead. Wait, were there lead on those pipes when you cooked the pepperonis? I don't know. I hope not. Okay. I hope not. Okay, I'm just curious. Might have been painted with lead paint. Yeah. So Tears of the Kingdom, they had a big kind of well, not a big blow up, but they had another trailer we watched before. Um, I've watched it several times. Um, I probably watched it twenty times. I'm mm-hmm. joking, but. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about the new game? Are you guys looking forward to it at all? Yeah, I think it looks really cool. I like the underground uh, that they were kind of showing in the trailer. Um, I just hope that it kind of improves on some of the faults that the first game has. What did you not like about the first uh, game? I don't really like the weapons breaking. So you're, I don't you're, really like you're the, on that side. I don't really like the dungeon design all that the much shrines. either. I don't, I'm you're, fine with the shrines. I just don't like the dungeon design. It just doesn't really feel so so, didn't to like me the, like so much. You didn't like the divine beast. You'd rather have traditional du- dungeons, or yeah, I would. And I also kind of want more of like a classic Zelda gameplay, where like you get these items that you that can you like use. you can use as weapons or whatever, and that you can that you that you actually need to like progress to certain areas in the map. And sure. I felt like well, Breath of the Wild did kind of have that. It gives you some... everything, but you don't have to. Right. Like with the bosses that you fight, right? You can beat them in multiple ways, right? Which kind of feels like you're. To me, when I was fighting, it just felt like I was just spamming. Like it wasn't. It didn't feel like I was being clever to defeat the bosses. It just felt like okay, I'm just gonna use all my most powerful stuff on them. So they weren't really memorable in the same way that a lot of Zelda bosses were. But yeah, don't get me wrong. I loved the game, but that that's just kind of like were the things that just kind of made me feel like took away a little bit from like 
me making it be like my one of my favorite Zeldas. Just so it's be, not just because it just doesn't take, I don't know, some of the like the best parts of like the classic Zeldas. Yeah, Where it just kind of like does its own thing, which is cool. But, yeah, yeah. Where would you rank it on your on your Zelda? It's up there, maybe top five for sure. Okay. Um, still, nothing's gonna beat. Uh, I don't know the one on GameCube for sure. Wind Waker. Yeah, Wind Waker. So. Wind Waker is your favorite. Yep. You too. Best yeah. all time. Well, yeah, because it's like it gives you the exploration, kind of like Breath of the Wild, but it like does it in like a structured way, which I yeah I like. Well, just taking the high seas, man, with right. your boat, and yeah, but the I don't know. I love that game. Yeah, I, I, I think I've beaten game. that game more than or that Zelda more than any other one. It's just so, and it like it holds up so Our well. Mm-hmm. great. And it's like it's got a really good story too. Is, isn't it funny when that came out? People were like, he was bashing it, like the crazy. bashing it because the art style. And then now well, it's they made like the mistake just blo- of they released the technical demo of for when the game came now. Twilight so, Princess. Well, of just like a Zelda, and that's what people had in their mind of what the next Zelda was going to be. And yeah, and they showed it like Space World or something in two thousand yeah. or two thousand one. Like the cell shade, and everyone freaked out. But it turns out like, like. It really holds up like, yeah. still to this day. But I remember in retrospect, uh, looking something for about Zelda, they really regretted making Twilight Princess because they didn't want to make. I agree with them. They didn't want to make a Zelda favorite, game. One of favorite ones. Uh, so dark and, I I wouldn't say edgy, but like it kind of took away. They thought it took away from what Zelda was about, and I know people really wanted that kind of version, and it does have some really cool elements in that game. But I'm okay with the darkness. I just don't really like that that game just feels really like empty yeah and like i also just kind of feel yeah, like but wind wakers i think i don't know wind wakers, they're, they're wind, wind wakers got a lot way more to do than twilight princess the twilight princess open world is just boring you talking about, I mean, do. Like the wind waker open world the the, the high seas there's like it's a lot of every emptiness. single but every single section of the map has like stuff that you can do in an island to go to so yeah, like it's if all grid based right so. so like it's not like empty and boring like the other one is i don't know i I, I guess i haven't really played it since like uh i think it i think i played it on wii did you play the wii u version i played the wii version and i didn't like the controls either so So that you you played the gamecube version on wii or the wii u version i played i played the the gamecube version on wii i guess yeah so yeah i didn't have a good experience i suppose so okay there you go i just can't wait to see what people do to break tears of the kingdom because, like, all the stuff people have done in Breath of the Wild is just incredible. Yeah. Well, that's what I think, and like, I can't wait till they break this game and just design, crack it open. Even stuff in the trailer, just, like, the, the vehicles that were revealed. I think that's, like, a direct response of, like, Nintendo watching people break Breath of the Wild. Of yeah. Using, like, the, I don't know, the carts as, like, flying, like, things. And I think that that's them seeing that and saying, oh, okay, you guys want that? Well, we'll give you it in, in a different way. So, like, I also think they're holding, I think there's a lot of people that are frustrated of just, feeling that they haven't really gotten a good idea of what it is and since it's taken so long since breath of the wild like six years but i mean this is like the zelda team and like mario team are like like the crown like jewels of like nintendo's so like oh, they're yeah. not gonna put out like a breath of the wild 1.5 like and no with the art book that got uh leaked today um there's just a lot of stuff that's like okay clearly there there's a lot of stuff in this game that they're just not showing yet yeah so. yeah do you, do you like that when things leak i think it kind of ruins the party I think it's kind of lame. Oh, it yeah. got leaked. I mean, right. come on, just be patient, boy. I agree. Yeah, I don't, girl. I don't, I'm like, come on. Leak, leaks can be. You're always about leaking. Because a lot of times it's like overreaction. Like people will like see something that's like really early or like a demo or something, and then they'll just like freak out. Like there was a big controversy about that. I think you mean like Grand Theft Auto Six. 
Yep, oh, yeah. Captain Donald 6. Yeah, I was yeah, awake exactly. when, that, when that first yeah. dropped. Everyone went nuts. People went nuts. And they were like, oh, it just looks like crap. Or they just said it looks like, it looks like five. Like, pretty much the same thing. Are they still nuts or no? And apparently it was like a really, really early version of like the game or something. Well, that's the thing, though. What's It's also really interesting with, with these companies that are normally so secretive, like Rockstar especially. I mean, Rockstar keeps their shit tight. Like, you do not hear about their stuff. I mean, I remember, like, GTA 4 when that came out, like, not seeing gameplay until, like, a couple days before it actually came out or whatever. But same with Nintendo. Like, they're normally a pretty kind of tight ship. But I don't think you'll hear about the next Mario game until after Tears of the Kingdom comes out, probably, like, around E3 time. I think next Mario will probably be, like, for the new Switch launch game, I bet. Odyssey 2 or something? Yeah, probably something, yeah. yeah. But oh, I can't wait for Tears of the Kingdom. I'm so excited. Same here. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I guess we'll start talking about yeast here. We'll just do some like general discussion. Um. First off, like, what version did we all play? I started with the PSP version of Chronicles, and the ROM crashed, and I lost all the sound. So I ended up buying it on Steam and playing the Chronicles Plus version. Cool. Yeah, I, I uh, emulated the uh, PSP version, so I actually got through it and didn't really have any issues. Yeah. Um, surprisingly, but um, I actually did start with the uh, Turbo Graphics version, which wasn't too bad. But I really was like, I really want to move diagonally, mm-hmm. and so yeah. I was I like, I, I'm that. gonna, I think I'm gonna have to change. Um, I actually did start the Famicom version, and wow, it sucks. Like, and it's different like in a bad way mm-hmm. it's a lot of things are changed and it just moves really slow um there's some like teleportation elements which, which is nice to help you move a little bit quicker but i just feel like it's just it's really like a like a watered down version of the game mm-hmm. um and then so uh the Sega master system version which is the one we were kind of featuring this month um was kind of like the most faithful port you could get back when this game kind of came out for as far as like a console port um until the turbo graphics kind of remake came out in like the late 80s um so that's that's kind of cool and like i was saying the, the turbo graphics uh version is really faithful to the pc port and it add added new new artwork and an opening movie and stuff um and it combined uh both games into one instead of it just being a separate thing mm-hmm. and what so you played what so i put the sega master yep. system version on yep. um i updated my um analog pocket Sure. Which is like it's like the same with the Steam Deck, like dude, like emulation these days is just like they make it so easy. Yeah. Which is really nice. Like I there's this um installer that like just automatically installs every core for use and then all you have to do is just load the ROMs of the game that you legally own. Yep. And then uh pop them in and play it and it just works. So it's just uh same with the Steam Deck, just incredibly easy. But um yeah, I played it on the on the analog pocket. That's cool. Um with you're talking about the diagonal moving yeah that that would have been nice because it's 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 interesting because i i don't know if i played a game that i can remember that's designed in the way where the environments there's a lot of diagonal moving but you don't have that yourself ability to do it so then it's just kind of like all right i'm gonna go up right up right up right yeah i was i was doing that for a little bit and then i was like nope I was like, I know that <laughs> the, I know the new game has the diagonal movement, and I'm like, I just want it, just because it just I just feel like it just moves way more smoother. So, um, it's cool for the people that really endured the, the old school version all the way through. Is that what you did? You I did. Well, yeah. There okay. you go. Um, 
and then yeah the, the version we were playing is the you know the complete version which is on steam mobile kind of current gen mm-hmm. and you can move diagonally it's got quality of life features and like i was saying the game just moves faster um so what do you guys play though you're playing on pc or on what are you playing on uh yeah i think the psp version um i guess the psp version is called chronicles but on complete comp- chronicles is kind of the same kind of version there's so many different versions of this game it's My- really crazy miles i know you played on your pc but did you play on your pc rob yeah i played i I emulated it on my PC. Okay. Yep. What, what do my, you guys use for your controller? Uh, you were just making fun of me for that the other episode. I used my PlayStation One Classic. Old oh, school. yeah, that's right. That's I was the using the mouse, and it was horrible. Yeah, so I, was, I switched to Xbox controller. Honestly, this one was real. I was wish I would have had like I would have just used a controller that had like analog sticks because yeah, it would have been way easier to control instead of like trying to force. Sure. And it wasn't too bad with the PlayStation controller because you do move diagonally in a lot of PlayStation games, so. It's not too bad, but my hand was definitely cramping up during some of these bosses. <laughs> Luckily, it's not that long. Oh my game. gosh! Right, exactly. Um, but yeah, the bosses I feel like are kind of the only real challenge. True. Yeah. There's a yeah. We'll we'll get into the bosses and kind of when we're gonna go through the the story here. But yeah, I definitely agree. Like some of those bosses, and it was really weird how some of the bosses were super hard, and then like the next one was just kind of like whatever it bounces way right. Or it was really kind of weird. Um, but yeah, and then in the version we were playing, it also added some pretty cool... The music was rearranged, which I actually really loved the music quite a bit, Yeah. Um, which is kind of keeping me into this. Um, and it added a time attack mode, which is cool, because I guess if you want to show off how good you are against beating these bosses... Wait, there's a time attack? Yeah, the, okay. yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, so what are just first impressions? Um, I don't know. Just kind of unlike anything I've played as far as like the combat. I mean... It, it's like you just don't have that kind of feedback of like of it, it to me it, the closest game i can think of is like legend of zelda like the og of just like going around but not necessarily knowing exactly where to go all the time mm-hmm. like i think it was I, I did play this with like a guide because i'm like all right i just want to get through this you have to play this game I, with a guide i, I had to there, yeah I, I feel like you just if if you were playing this game back in the day and you did not have a guide i feel like you there's no way you could finish it i feel like if there's too many times where you would have to like know what to do otherwise you would be wasting so much time for trying sure. to talk to people for and, sure the game um, heavily implies like where you should go but then it doesn't really tell you where you really need to you. go exactly right. so um and i think it would have been a different story i think because I try to put myself in the shoes of like, if I played this back when it came out, like, and if I did, I think I would have been impressed, and I think I would have liked it. But like nowadays, it's kind of hard to separate yourself from that. Of just like, okay, like this. It is... did have really good ratings when it came out too. It did, yeah. I looked that up. Um, but just uh, I, I don't think it holds up. I think if if it's something you grew up with, I think you can probably get the nostalgia factor. But as far as just like the the systems, how much depth there is, there's not a lot the the balance of the game is all over the place the the kind of direction of where you're supposed to go is not clear all the time but and you know the thing is even though you did play the original game that's those still faults still apply to the new game in my opinion too like, i was gonna ask you did they clear any of that stuff up of just make anything easier or? I, I think that they like they definitely like do a ton of quality of life features to make it to make it better so that you know where to go and whatnot but as far as like I don't know, things being, like, kind of repetitive and, like, I don't know, as far as, like, boss battles being, like, 
crazy difficult one and then just simple to the next. I think that that kind of lingers between versions. I think that like the complete is the best way to play, and I definitely did have some good memories with this. It wasn't like all bad. Yeah. Um, I did enjoy playing it for the most part, and I did feel accomplished when I finished it. So, how are the characters? Like, had they developed nicely, or what do you guys? How that? Yeah, I mean, I think I really liked. I think the writing was more. I think it was. There's more to the writing than I was expecting. Yeah, and I think for like an old school game, I think it's pretty impressive. Like, and I think for like trying to be a different RPG than the rest, because the rest back in the day were like either like Zelda where you have a sword or it was like our, you know, Final Fantasy where it was turn-based. So mm-hmm. this was like more like action, um, which, you know, I really liked. And, um, you know, yeah, yeah, they did put a lot of like detail into, into like a lot of the characters. And did you, did you De- notice details that? Details and what would you mean? Details how? Just like backstories. Oh, yeah, the I mean, portraits. Just like the, the, the illustrations of the characters. I mean, there's not like a lot of animation, but it's like you go to their shops or the fortune tower or the mayor and like they have like Pretty detailed portraits, even on the the master. How about system. weapons? Upgrading weapons There's in that game. That... Was that satisfying to do? The game is you just find you just find the items and you, you, just you find upgrade. Them. You and, find them or, or you, you can buy them. You yeah. buy them, yeah. Early game is super dependent on you having money to upgrade yep. your gear, but then at a certain point of the game, you does money doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. You just roll. Through I think I ended game. the game with like over a hundred k, and I couldn't spend it on anything. Yeah, right. It's it's almost kind of like at the beginning of the game, money's like super important, and then it just drops off at a point. Do where you it's wish like it, it would have held anymore. that consistently? Yeah, I do kind of feel like it. It would have like held the like because it's like I kind of feel like when you're when you're starting, you're like, oh, okay, like I gotta equip everything first, and I gotta like like hold my money, and like I actually grinded a bit in a few spots because it just made things a lot easier. I got to a just question. Continue. So when you grind, you know, you get the armor or you get the sword first. What do you normally do? Um, weapon uh yeah that weapon, weapon for it. sure because yeah. it's like you gotta kill these monsters quick and get more experience right, so if you gotta grind way. did yeah. you guys did you guys think it auto equipped to you or did Dude, you notice that you had to equip all your gear I, you're, you know what yes i think that's why i quit the the turbo <laughs> version first because i was like i'm getting my ass kicked and i don't want to go i want to go dang it all and i'm like and then when i played the, it was also happening in the, in the uh the current version on the psp and i was like Oh, oh! I think I just have to equip the item because it's interesting. Because if you look at the the menu, it shows the item there, yep. and so you just think, oh, it's there and it's equipped. But nope. no, nope. you actually have to equip it, just like the old school games. Yep. I was yeah. like, man, I just bought the long sword. How am I not doing any damage? And then I'm like, oh, that's the thing. I thought like equipping it. Like I don't know. There's some confusion of the controls of it. So there's times where I thought I had equipped it and then had been running around and. It wasn't equipped. I'm like, what the fuck? The shield is supposed to like help me. I'm not <laughs> still getting one shot, which is also another thing that's frustrating. I think again with the balance, there's no like warning of like the area you're gonna go to that you can just get completely fucked over yep. in one or two hits. So the fact that you can save anywhere, I think, kind of mitigates the frustration of like, all right, it's not as bad. But like, dude, if this game had like save points like only in towns or something, it'd be I, rough. I probably wouldn't have beaten it. So was this game pretty out. much a big uh, steep learning curve as far as figuring out control? Like, no. like we said, I think you have to use a guide um, yeah. to Is like know what to do. But as far what? as but as far as like how you attack, it's very simple. You it's, literally just. It's you and a monster, and you're just running into each other constantly. How like was the sound, how no sound effects for the running into the monsters? Honestly, I liked it. In the complete, they added like a sword slashing 
Okay, that's and they they didn't have it in the old not, school no, one, yeah, not, which, in, which was kind of a bummer. Not a lot of feedback. No, in the complete that they didn't have in the original, they had a little tutorial screen that shows you if you hit an enemy head on, you're gonna both do damage to each other. But if you hit the enemy like slightly off to the left or right, then you'll attack without taking. You can't damage. do that in the original, right? Well, and that's the thing is just like the the amount of fine tuning you have with the controls of just like it it's just not there. So if that is the case on the original, then it it just like it doesn't necessarily feel fair in a way that you should be able to have. Right, because you're just you're you're pretty much just head to head in the original because you can't really yeah. go at them at an so, angle. So to me, it felt random of like. Sometimes I'll go what I felt was head on and like just wipe them out, and then other times I go head on and then get wiped out. I so, also kind of feel like I at, at a certain point I just it just doesn't really matter. I'm just gonna level up to a certain point, and then and if I take anything up. head on, I'm just gonna kill it. Yeah. So whatever, I don't yeah. really care for about sure. angling stuff, and I I think that that's maybe that maybe that matters for like some of the later games in the series. Mm-hmm. But in this one, I just kind of feel like it's just really old school, and it's like. Because they're up to like East eight though now though or nine nine nine. Yeah. So does, do the new ones still have that mechanic of running into to bumping and grinding? I don't I, think so. I think the old ones do. Yeah, I looked ahead and it. Some of it looks like turn based. So yeah, I'm not really sure. Bump and grind. <laughs> did you guys bump and grind back in the day for dancing? That was the peer pressure thing to do was bump and grind. What was who sings that song? Cisco, right? Cisco, probably Maybe. Cisco right. with that yeah. silver hair. What? Yeah, let me sing School it again. School dances. Song. Oh gosh, man, that yeah. was good though. Yeah, back in the day, that was yeah. those were the hits. I yeah, think that... I know. Yeah, dances. School dances were awkward. I bumped, but there wasn't a lot of grinding. <laughs> <laughs> that's R. Kelly, not Cisco. Oh, R. Kelly. oh, oh same let's thing. not talk about it yeah. then. Same thing. Um. Anyway, uh, thoughts on the music? Any tracks that kind of stand out? stand out to you oh i love the battle music um the boss battle music is different yeah the boss battle music i enjoy but for some of the harder bosses it was starting to drive me crazy although it was intense it was like because of the boss battle fights take like so many times longer than a very long time yeah did you like the because it's i know it's different in the original did you like the like the wandering guitar riffs when you're walking out in the plains and stuff yeah i the music i just really loved in this game i think the music kept me like like i was saying kept me going i i would definitely uh want, i want to keep playing more games in the series just to hear yeah. the music for sure. also the end credits song is an absolute banger yes one of my favorites uh was the one in the abandoned mind beat of terror oh yeah it just kind of starts out really kind of slow with like the synth mm-hmm. and then yeah it kind of sounds like almost like an 80s track on but it's almost like a horror it's yeah. very good um I, re- I really enjoy it um yeah, I hated. Yeah. I hated that mine. It was that was that was tough. Yeah, you couldn't really see much in front of you. I but. mean, there's there's not a lot to this game as far as environments. Like, no, you're it's it's almost kind of like dungeon crawler with like a few towns. I mean, um, how many like actual environments and towns are there? Like, so there's in well in the complete edition they add Barbado Port because that's not in the in it's not the in the original. Right? So no. then it's just Mania, Zepic. So when we when I, when I joined the Discord in, in the chat when we were talking at like one or two a.m. I was like, "You're right, Barbados." I'm like, "What the dude? What the fuck are you talking about? I'm in Manila right now." Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even know that was added on. So yeah, we'll we'll go through like the the beginnings here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, in the in the remake, yeah, you do start at, at Barbado. Uh, Adel awakens in a bed. Classic. At, at the of course at the clinic of a bar at the Barbado port. Um, a doctor named Bluto, not the one from uh, from Goofy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> comes in to check on him and reports that uh, his son found Adol passed out on the beach, which I think, yeah, classic. See, you know, 
RPG opening. Yeah, and I had heard that like in every game he winds up on a beach, and I'm like, oh, maybe this is the game where he doesn't, and then every game after that, he crashes on a beach and wakes up. Well, in the original game, you you just start in Mania, right? Okay, and you just there's nothing nothing goes wrong. You just show up in town and you just dock and no problem. But in this one, it just seems, of course, like shipwreck, which I think is his. Apparently, uh, Adol's like nickname in the series by fans. They they call him Shipwreck. Yeah, oh, dude, that's as a, awesome. As, a, as like a joke, but so yeah. I thought it was really funny because like everyone's like, that's like his mo to start yep. the game. I'm like, wait, it starts in the first game. <laughs> so okay. I think they added this later. So yeah. it's interesting. With yeah, it's the cool. Sega Master 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 Master, Master. <laughs> <laughs> the Sega Master System version. In my game, his name is like Aaron, like A R O N. Is oh, that normal or that's not normal? That, that, that's Sega. So I didn't know that. that okay, I didn't know if I name. like accidentally like I was super tired. And, Adol Kristen. I was like, yeah, I'm change that, but... no, that's that's interesting. But I guess it kind of makes sense since it's like the first time it came to the to the West. And they call him. They Aaron. probably changed like so many different things with names and stuff. Well, because yeah, Adol is kind of close to Adolf, so they're probably like, eh, <laughs> like well, I mean, they use it now. It's probably not that big of a deal. Um, but uh, yeah, so um, once you step outside the clinic, you're kind of free to walk around the port. Though this is again back in the remake. If you kind of speak with everyone in town, you can get a you can actually get a sword for free. I don't know if you you did that. I did couldn't that. keep track of everybody, and so I gave that. up and just bought a sword. I'm yeah. like, I don't know who I missed. So it was, um, I it, give it was up. kind of annoying to do, and I was like. Is there, and I actually did like talk to everyone and kind of see if it was even worth talking to them. But a lot of the t- stuff was just kind of like they tell you lore about like the town and like the world, which is nice to kind of get into it. But yeah, it's not really worth yeah. doing. I think there, the, I mean, there's not a ton of writing, but the writing that was there was like because to me, I'm again the closest thing I compared it to is like Legend of Zelda, just what I've played at least. And yeah, like that is very kind of simple. Where this had like a little more kind of uh i don't know possessed to a little more to the writing um and then the character portraits were were pretty detailed yeah was was the sega master system more powerful than the nes then Cause... Uh, i'd say they were on like the same level okay. maybe 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 a little bit less or more I, i'm not really sure and this was the same year that final fantasy came out like the first one right 87 yep yeah yep so yeah they were although i think maybe the original yeast came out on pc yeast? japanese or sorry yeast <laughs> Came e- out East? on uh, PC originally East? in Japan, maybe before '87. I think they did for That's sure. Right. Okay, yeah. yep. So, yeah. So yeah, you kind of learn about Asteria, and you kind of learn that like uh, people are considering leaving their home because uh, they're not able to, f- or maybe just go to Mania to find safety. Some people want to leave Asteria completely, but can't because the storm wall uh, that Adel miraculously passed through and passed on. on the beach. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah, or in your game. <laughs> uh, and then if you speak with Slaff, who's the guy who rescued you in the in the beginning in the warehouse, he'll tell you that uh, he'll talk talk to you about the storm wall and the appearance of monsters and kind of sounds like a classic RPG beginning. Like, oh, things are starting to get weird. Like, darkness mm-hmm. approaches. Ooh. Um. So yeah. If you talk to everyone at home, he gives you the sword and whatnot. And then at this point, actually, at any point, you can kind of just walk into the planes, which I think is funny. Because if you just kind of start this game and then just go walk out, you're just going to get rocked. So you kind of like have to prepare before you can do that. I mean, I guess in this, you start with a thousand gold, but you can't really buy anything. You can't buy everything. You can buy. Well, in the original game, you start out in the port and you, there is no shops that you can actually buy anything at. Yeah. So like. You have money, but you can't do anything with it. So you basically either have to go talk to everyone and get the sword, 
or like dodge all the monsters on the way to Mania and just go buy the stuff yourself. So it, it's kind of like a weird thing that they're just kind of like, again, like, how would you even know that you need right. to go talk to all these so, people and get a sword? Exactly. So I didn't start with the walkthrough and I bought the sword. I bought the sword and something, or I can't, but I got, I, I got in a way where then I couldn't buy everything I needed to then talk to the fortune teller where she's like, arm yourself and you have to like have armor and a shield and a sword, I think. And I think I only had like one of, or one of the three or two of the three. And then to get the other thing, it would have required a lot of gold. And then every encounter I was getting, cause I don't know if this is different than what you guys play, but like every enemy I was fighting in the beginning is like one XP and like yeah t- like 10 gold i think so yeah i wasn't like, getting like anything it was like slow and i'm like dude like it's yeah it, it was like i'm doing something wrong right and yeah and i kind of feel like you know back in the day if you would have bought this on sega master system you probably would have been so freaking confused you have all the time in the world too well true but i also kind of feel like i mean yeah i guess with a game That's like this this would be of- this would be the kind of game you would want because you know it's giving you lots of game like depth and gameplay you know back in the day with like the games that were out you know some of them were really simplistic and this is pretty advanced um the weapons at least have cool names or no uh they're all pretty they're all pretty silver blah yeah it's all kind of like short sword long sword i think silver sword flame sword i think that's it and then same thing with like the armor kind of thing um but yeah basically you you get through the planes to go to him and Mania and like we were saying in the older version of the game this is kind of where you start so this is kind of where the games kind of start to i think uh combine uh Mania is like kind of the largest town in the game uh lots of people to meet lots of buildings to investigate like uh, the, the pairing of the kids is that in the the newer version too where there's like two kids walking together but they're like one conversation i don't remember having the conversation okay, so with yeah them. it's kind of there's like a npc but it's like Two people combine that sure. you go up and talk to them. So. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, um, which I do kind of like that they do assign names to all the characters in the game. At least in the um, in the complete version, you can like bring up the glossary and like it'll show if you've talked to everyone. Oh. Yeah, and I think there's like some side quests that, that that get added into this this game where like you've talked to some people, you can like go get items and stuff, and like you'll get gold for selling it and whatnot. But I never, I didn't, didn't really bother doing. Oh that. yeah, I was talking about that necklace, and you're like, what necklace? Yeah. And you had to sell it to the one-eyed man because he was looking for it. Yeah, there was a, there's some side hints. quests. They give you some hints, but then like you find the golden pedestal like in the pond. Yep. It's like, dude, how would you? How would you even know? Even find that? There's no like glint in the water no. or something like, and there's not. There like, isn't the new one. There, oh, there is. Not in the old. Not okay, in the old. Not in the old one. So then like, and then it's not even like you can approach it from any part of the the water. You have to like go in a certain spot, and I just hit it by luck because I was wandering on that side. Oh, that was, so you, so you found it. Oh, wow. So you just found it. So maybe it wasn't so hard to find, but well, still. Yeah. But I was playing for like eight hours. True. You... So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, you absolutely have to use a guide for this game. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy, but yeah, anyway, and, and back in Mania, you, you go and talk to Sarah, which I think you, mm-hmm. you brought up before. Um, and she pretty much, kind uh, of a plain name for a fortune teller. Yeah. I like it. It's easy for me to say, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you, yeah, you can you talk. Know, Sarah is, it's interesting because like, cause I work in the, in a, I work with older people and like, there's not a lot of old people with names Sarah. So I wonder when that name came about. Well, you know, actually it was in Final Fantasy as well. Princess Sarah was, uh, you think Final, was Fantasy kind of, Final Fantasy 1. Do you think it kind of popularized the name? Maybe it did. <laughs> it's an 80, maybe it's an 80s name. Sarah was in Final Fantasy 80, Yeah, it's an 80s name. That's a rad name, Sarah. Yeah. 
Yeah, we know a Sarah. good amount of Sarahs. Dude, Sarah. How is Sarah spelt in Final <laughs> Fantasy? Uh, it might be spelled with an H. This one, and there's no H. Because then there's a Sarah in Final Fantasy 13. Isn't that her sister? True, and it's but that's spelled S E R A, right? <laughs> Just get it's away. It's Final Fantasy 13. Yeah, S A Y R A. Sarah. So you can talk to her. You can also talk to Prim. Do you guys go and talk to him? He's got the pawn shop. Yeah. And did yep. you guys figure out the trick with him, or the guide obviously tells you what to do? Yep. That if you cancel the items nine times, he eventually changes his dialogue. Oh wait, no, and he'll sell you that. things no, cheaper. I didn't do that. Or you can, uh, or sorry, you can buy things cheaper, and you can also um, sell oh, things for more money. I wonder if you could do oh, that. Oops. In the Sega Master because I didn't do that. I, I think wonder, you, or maybe I, I was calling a bad guy. That might be in all. And yeah, maybe it's only in the new ones. Okay. But I mean, I had so much money at a certain point; it didn't matter. It I helps was... in the beginning, but it's really. Yeah, like I think, like we were saying, it's too bad that the golden kind of drops off because it's just kind of like it doesn't really matter. Like, yeah. If you, I mean, whatever. But what do you think so far of our discussion, Cosmo? I don't know. It sounds pretty lame. <laughs> it's an old school game. It's I know. School. I know roots and stuff. Honestly, the though, not... the, the complete diagonal <laughs> roots and stuff. <laughs> well, no, I mean, yeah, you know, it matters. Roots matters because I mean, if you if you're interested in this series roots and you want and you want to play the I know you want to play the original history. game that was pretty rude, you know. But I'm just you guys are all frowny and well, I don't think any of us are super excited about this. It is an interesting game to play. Okay, expanding at. your video game. I'm glad I played Horizon. it. I mean, definitely. Yeah. I mean, do you want to get want me to give you my like whole take of the game? No, not yet. Yeah. Okay, because I was kind of, I'm kind of saving the, it for the game. Cause yeah, we're, we're, we're going through, the, we're going through the whole story yeah. here. Well, no, so, I, I liked the game. No, no, I'm yeah, sure. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're interesting. So you guys go from not liking okay, so to liking. Okay, so based on what everyone said so far, what do you, what do you feel that people's are? How do you feel people feel in the game on a scale one to five? I'll probably push it on four, maybe. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Finding a golden pedestal. That's pretty positive. Finding a golden pedestal in a pond. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean <laughs> what? How do you get in there? And then there's well, there's also one more other person in town. It's uh, it's Rhea, and she's talking to about the loss of her silver harmonica. So that might get you going. Mm. Oh, do you yeah. like harmonica? I yeah. really do. I did help her retrieve that, and it's an important part of the story. Mm-hmm. A harmonica. So anyway, yeah, if you go to Sarah to try and continue the story, she actually tells you that you need a full set of equipment, which I think is interesting. That in the in the first game, you don't really get told that until this point. Yeah. Um. Which, because I feel like you should be telling that from the first get go. Well, yeah, you got to leave do the, in the port. original game, which I th- I feel like yes, that you have to do that. And yeah, I guess you do. Maybe that some NPC probably tells you that you got to equip some weapons or whatever. But I feel like it's a little more direct in like the old school game. But the thing, it's just like it's it's direct, but sometimes like certain things are not. Just, right. Like they say something like where, where the fortune tower is like, yeah, you need to arm yourself. It's like, well, okay, I have a sword. I'm armed. Like I don't need a shield. I can dodge. Don't you kind of like that though? A mysterious woman, you know? Yeah. Kind I'm of. In, yeah. I like it. All right. I'm into mysterious fortune tellers. Yeah, for bit. sure. Yeah. Whatever. Mystery. Um. So yeah, once you're. Outfitted... I might change my Discord name to Sarah. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Uh yeah. Once you are outfitted with uh, each piece of equipment, she'll tell you if you know about the books of yeast. And if you say yeast. no. She will explain to you uh, that they contain history of a land that mysteriously vanished. She will inform you that in her crystal ball uh, that indicates one of the books is located in a shrine north of Zeptic Village. She gives you her crystal, which will serve as a guide in the shrine, and then she tells you to go visit her aunt, Jiba. So Interesting enough, with the crystal ball, you know why some people put like a cloth over the crystal ball? Yeah, I'm curious. Oh, do you know why? No, no, I don't want to know why. Oh, because uh, light hitting it will actually fucking cause a fire, you know, 
Oh. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Because it'll refract. And it could start start a fire inside of the house, huh? Yeah. Science. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Science. Having That's a nice la- tip. Having my Thank last you. one. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess we'll we'll talk about what happens to Sarah later. Maybe that maybe that's the that's the part to do with it. Have you guys ever um, gone to a fortune tower or any of that? Ever? No, have you? You ever gotten your fortune read? I did. Yeah. I oh, was honestly it? Did. Where was Iceland it? Was it real? Do you remember? Do you remember when when uh when they had one opened up? I don't know, like eight nine years ago around town here like oh yeah, yeah. you no. went to that i went to it well my ex-girlfriend like wanted to go because she was kind of all into the mystic stuff yeah sure so she's like i want to go so we went and then she's like <laughs> it was like a palm reader so she's like all feeling up my hand and like just all the like this you want to yeah so it was that and then and i'm just kind of sitting there like okay like let's get through this like i didn't yeah. i didn't believe any of that still don't believe any of that and then she's just like you you have a relationship to rocks and i go oh yeah okay and i'm just kind of almost i'm trying not to laugh yeah and like and then my and i think that was basically about it i don't think there's anything like else that she got up but then my my ex was just like yeah you you're a rock climber like because i was climbing rocks at the time or going to the gym so like, that I feel like that's like, such an easy thing to tie like a, to. Uh, it's just a hey, don't you also thing. like pop rocks too? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So you could rocks and like... and don't you like rock star energy drinks? <laughs> exactly. Don't you listen to hard rock? <laughs> so my, my ex was like convinced that was like, oh my god, like she's legit. Like she she gave sure. you like, ingredients. Like okay, like no, like <laughs> that's well, crazy. What if I told you you are that? a rock? Guy. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, are you not? You not have a relationship to rocks? No. <laughs> Did things start to go downhill after the palm reading? It was about, yeah, about that time. <laughs> and I was like, I think our relationship is on the rocks. Right. <laughs> oh! So she was right. So she was right all along. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Wow. Sorry. Where were we? <laughs> anyway, yeah. So Ado uh, arrives in Zeptic after on. traveling through the plains. <laughs> uh, the citizens of Zeptic are older, and as a result, there's a lot to learn here. Uh, many of the occupants put faith in their village's prized possession, the silver bells. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what the silver bells do is they keep monsters uh, out of the town from in- entering and attacking. So, um, silver once bells. you, however, when you speak to the the mayor of the village, okay. you discover the bells are no longer in Zeptic, yep. and he uh, he's been keeping it a secret. He tells you not to tell anybody. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, he suspects that the thieves who live high along the mountain path are responsible. And he asks you if you're willing to negotiate to go get it for him. Well, what'd you say? Yeah. The thieves kicked my ass. Yeah, I did. I think you, you actually have to. It's like part of the story. Um, but yeah, this is another part of the game where I also feel like, like if you didn't have a guide, I know like what to dude. do and what step. Cause it's like, you could, you could go right to the thieves down here and then I it got fucked. It, yeah. It's, yep. You, you don't know what to do. No, you don't know what to do. And then I almost feel like sometimes even with a guide, I was like, Am I following it right? Like I had to backtrack a lot, and it was yeah. like it's it's kind of annoying. Like, do you fought the thieves? So, well, or you fought the people on the way to the thieves? On the, on the way to the thieves, which I couldn't really tell what they were. They looked like armored armored Valkyries, yeah, yeah something like, like that. I don't know yeah. what the monsters were. were kind of interesting. But then, like, I got one shot because I wasn't even fully equipped at that point, and mm-hmm. that was the point where I think I restarted the game because I'm like, dude, I clearly made a mistake somewhere because I don't have enough money, and like each fight i'm getting into is not giving me enough gold where i'm gonna like the money is like really important at the beginning because it's like if you don't upgrade the right correct stuff in the right you order, can get screwed you get fucked and it's really and like yeah, yeah. and it's so like it super hard to grind a bad taste in my mouth first starting yeah 
And I think that you definitely had it rougher because you were playing the old school version. Yeah. I think that it's a little bit more forgiving in, in the, the new, new one. one. And I think it like yeah. it definitely helps. I mean another thing with the, the dialogue choices, like I don't know if it's like a limitation of the system, but like or or what? But I know it wasn't like a glitch like playing because I watched like like a YouTube version or playthrough just to make sure of just like the the choices like the cursor like is on it's weird because it's like there's two choices like with the mayor you can talk or like, yeah I want to know more about it but the cursor's already on yeah I want to know more about it and then you can go down again and then that's actually the yeah I want to more know about it I don't so think like, it did that and yeah I didn't have that yeah because I, I think it was an, it was a, initially on the right answer because okay. yeah it's like why would you want to answer no for like I think a it was just these. a weird probably limitation of like their hardware back then but probably yeah um and the other person you can talk to in Taunton is obviously Jiba uh, Jiba Toba good name. Uh, good name uh and she's the woman who sarah told you to visit um she'll provide you with the shrine key which you need to enter the shrine and make sure you do it because otherwise you can't go in mm-hmm. <laughs> uh and then to reach the shrine you have to go through the mountain path which is just another kind of area like the plains where there's monsters everywhere running around everywhere and thankfully it's kind of like a shorter area um and then actually this is kind of at the point where you should go to the thieves den after doing everything in town and i think this kind of teaches you that you need to like go and talk to everyone in town before moving on to like the next step. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like, yeah, you always got to have to like go through everything and talk to everyone and make sure you don't miss anything. Are you normally a big talker in video games or especially? <sighs> what do you, what do you, I think it depends if it's, okay. u- if it's useful information. I really like when games um, like highlight certain words, like when mm-hmm. you're like talking to them and they're like, they're actually talking about something that's like important. They'll like highlight that word. I think Final Fantasy did, has done that in a few games. Um, RPGs are getting better about guiding the player, I think. Yeah, for like, sure. I, I think we talked about like Dragon Quest, the whole, like, if you haven't played for a while of, hey, this is a story, let's catch up. I'm yep. just giving you hints of what to do next. Like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, I think this this game would have definitely benefited with, like, a quest, like, book Trackers. or something to, like, show, like, where you are on some of these side quests or, like, what you need to do next. Because, yeah. It, yeah, I got six books, but none, none of them were telling me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so anyway, you, yeah, you arrive at the thieves' den, um, and you talk to the leader of the thieves, Goban, and he uh, he tells you that him and his gang are innocent regarding the sto- uh, sil- stolen silver bells. Um, did the, you believe him? Um, not initially, because I was just kind of like whatever. But I did like the music that I was playing. Yeah. So I was kind of like, and it and it seemed kind of authentic. So maybe I should believe him. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then the, the, the thieves actually uh, choose not, that, at least what they say, they choose not to steal from hardworking people and insist that, they're, that they have not harmed anyone in, in uh, Minia Robin or anywhere Hood. else in Hysteria. And, um, Robin Hood types. Yeah, so that, just like Robin Hood and his merry men here. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of a cool comparison. Anyway, yeah, yeah, I kind of feel like you just need to talk to him. And then I, I can't remember what he does exactly, but then, then you can go to the shrine. Um, the next area is the shrine, which strangely enough doesn't have any enemies at all, which is kind of strange. Um, and then once you accept the boss battle that's coming up here, which honestly is probably like one of the hardest like first boss battles. Oh yeah, at least that I've played in a game where it's like just kind of just throws you right into it, and it's like it's hard. Like in, in, compared to everything else, you've and done this is kind of like with a lot of the boss battles in this game, it depends on a lot of luck. Like kind of. I don't think I beat other than maybe a couple of the really easy ones. I I didn't beat any. I had, I had died on many times on a lot of these bosses. Did you have save states? 
No, I mean, I just saved like right before the boss. Right. I know I didn't use save states because I was like, yeah, whatever. Like it's so short. I don't mind like re restarting and whatever again. But yeah, so the f the first boss here, it's the wizard. Uh, is it Gino Kreese? I don't even know. Genoris. Genoris. Yeah, of course I said that wrong. Butchered it. Genoris um, is a pretty tough boss. And one thing that I noticed too right away, you can't use your rings or your items during boss battles, which is super frustrating because there's a healing potion which would be super useful kind of like in zelda where you can use the bottle of the fairy to like heal you in the middle of battle Did you guys ever heal i used it a few times but yeah they just keep giving you the potion over and over again it's like i rarely need to do this because you can you can just stay in one spot and it'll it like heals. auto heal you thing. so if you stay in one spot it auto heals in and certain you, areas well no once you get the you can get the, ring, item ring, ring, the ring that'll heal right. you in dungeons but right. at this point dungeons. you don't have that but yeah the i don't think i used a single potion the whole game i think i just forgot about them mm. yeah I so, was, i think it was late yeah i was tired yeah <laughs> yeah i barely used any of the potions and yeah i keep feeling they keep giving them to you over and over again yeah so when i was low in health i just i set the the pocket down and i'm like right i'm just gonna go grab a snack quick do you yeah. game in bed with the wife or no, no. do you put your you under the blankets oh. are, you, are you that are you that guy oh heavens no oh. she doesn't know that i game she doesn't know that i do this podcast yeah, I know. It's all secrets. You just tell her you're going so to get, you... Out, you get cigarettes and milk at the <laughs> cigarettes and milk. <laughs> so where do you find time to game? Cigarettes and formula. <laughs> where do you find time to game? Are you hiding when you uh, game? Uh, when everyone's asleep. Yeah, no one in the house knows I'm a gamer. Like I'm, a, and I'm probably the most hardcore gamer. Do you, you have know. to hide all your gaming T-shirts? <laughs> they just it's call him dad. Life. That's all. Uh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> This boss, though. Genora is, yeah. He's, he's tough. He teleports all around the room, and then he, like, appears briefly for disappearing, and then there's, like, these dragon heads shooting fire at you. It's just... It's, it's just chaotic. a lot. I feel like a lot of these boss battles are super chaotic, and it's yeah. just, with this one, it just kind of throws you and right into it. That's the thing, too, is that it's one thing to have these, like, uh, projectile-type things or, like, environmental things going on and, and not give you the fine control to right. like dodge them. So, so what is the boss? Like... What is the boss? I've never, I've never played this. It's boss. basically like what a, is the first it's boss. A, it's like I was saying, he's a wizard who teleports all over the place. Oh, and you just, sure. and what's really frustrating too is you can only attack him when he appears. like when he appears, and you can Briefly. only do like one attack. You can't and just like sit there and hit him. Like so, Zelda mighty, some or people can't go diagonal. So, was this a challenge for some people or no? Um, I feel like. It was a challenge with all the bosses. I don't even. I mean, Dagonly definitely made it probably better to move around. And that's why I feel like during the bosses, I would really get frustrated with some of these older. It's hard to recognize the patterns, right? <laughs> to me, I didn't even. I don't even. I beat him in one shot, and I don't know how I got dodged all the flames. Oh, that okay. was like the whole thing. I'm like, how am I supposed to do this? And I'm just running around. I also feel like at this point, before fighting this boss, you need to be like leveled up pretty. Pretty high. Yeah, before, you need like, to be at least six or, six or eight. Seven. eight. I think they recommend eight. Yeah. yeah. Would you guys grind on spiders or would you guys kill them? Whatever those like armor dudes were at the at the entrance of the shrine, I just sat there and just sat there. And I definitely was doing that for a lot. That that kind of grinding is annoying, and I think we might get into like a question about that later. Um, yes. Haste. Yeah. Thank you. Haste. Um. But anyway, once you beat uh, Janora's, uh, uh, one more time. Janora's. <laughs> That's like when you say that. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, he. He, a little room will appear, which kind of seems like it's, it happens with all these boss battles. You beat him, a room yep. will appear, open the room, and you'll find... Get the book. Get the book of East. Um, and actually, in this one, it, it actually doesn't open to the book. It, it actually opens two more levels of the of mm -hmm. the shrine. So that's 
this is kind of where it kind of almost seems like a dungeon crawler kind of game where like you keep just going to deeper and deeper into these yep. kind of like monster levels um but kind of in this one you at this one you find the the silver bells oh thank and, god yeah thank god uh and then you also find it's not uh, a christmas song it is silver bells silver bells silver bells yeah it's all i was thinking about yeah it's a good one and then you also find some keys to open treasure boxes and prison and the, the prison cells which i didn't really like that um you find the key to open the treasure box here i kind of it's kind of weird how it's like some of them are locked mm-hmm. only the beginning here and then you find the key and then none of them are it's just weird that they would even include this item or that mm-hmm. any of them were locked in the first totally. place i just kind of feel like it's just a weird thing to throw in there at this point um but anyway use the prison cells uh prison cell key to uh to uh unlock a cell that has a young woman she introduces herself as fina and she explains to her uh to you that an evil man in a black cape put her in the cell mm-hmm. pretty classic mm-hmm. um sephiroth and then if you open the chest that's next to her, it gives you the item, the Mask of Eyes, which is, again, another stupid item. Because I kind of feel like if you don't have a guide and know where to use this. Then what? Yeah. And it's really dangerous to use because you can get attacked by monsters yep. and you don't see them when you have this item on, which you need to see the hidden rooms, which is. Although it's a cool, it's, it's definitely a cool idea yes. of like, if I was playing this back in the day, it's like, oh, holy crap. Like, where now it's just like, okay, like, this is just annoying. But it's kind of the whole, like, Zelda, like, Ocarina of Time, like, Lens of Truth, like, having equipping an item and seeing things in different light. I, I like it. I just kind of feel like it leaves you, like, super vulnerable For when sure. you do use it. And there is a point in the game where, like, when you do use it, you're just getting smacked around yeah. and you can't see anything. Um, But anyway, also at this point, uh, if you, in the remake, I don't think you do this in your game, but in the remake, you'll have to lead Fina out of the shrine, down the mountain path, and down to the town of Zeptic. Yeah, and it's actually her. it's a pain in the ass mm-hmm. because if you don't stay like right next to her, she'll get her butt kicked. Yeah, she got fifteen health. So and there's what? even yeah, and there's even like an achievement you can get apparently by using an item like the mirror. It'll freeze the enemies, and then she'll attack the enemies. And if she kills one, she, you get the achievement. Yeah, or whatever. so it's, you help her level up. Yeah. There, so Fina is because I was thinking, is there any? And without looking it up, is there any Fina? Is there another character in a JRPG named Fina? It's like what is it? I'm it's off the top of my head. You guys think of anything? Talk about? Okay, I'll nope. think of it. Um. But yeah, you bring her back to Zeptic, and like once you arrive, she collapses from fatigue. Um, Edo carries her off to uh, Jiba's home. Classic. Where she begins to care for Fina while she recuperates. Classic. Someone's always fading. She's got to keep her safe right? from all the ruffians in town. Yep. Mm-hmm. Someone's got to protect her. And then also you can visit the mayor's house, return with the silver bells. Silver, silver bells. And, uh, <laughs> and he's actually surprised that the thieves didn't take it and that it was in the shrine, which he... Which is also kind of a weird thing. I don't think it ever really does get explained why they were there, but yeah. he just says that it's weird. Can I tell he, you guys a secret real quick? Yes. Sure. I never returned the silver bells to him. Wow. Ooh. Because it didn't matter. It, didn't, it, <laughs> it really doesn't matter. <laughs> you don't have to. No. So I mean, the... well, no, he gives you the power ring. Yep. Which you don't never, really need. Never got need. it. Because you don't. Yeah, the power. Honestly, the only ring that's worth using is the one that boosts boost your defense. Because I kind of feel like... The only one I ever wore was the healing ring. And then the healing ring was good. Yeah. I would always use it when I wanted to heal in dungeons. Yep. But Comes yeah. back to the balance where you, at a certain point, don't need to yeah. take advantage of it. And I swapped out for the evil ring because I had to at a certain point. And that was it. <laughs> yes. Um, 
Anyway, so then after this, you return to the shrine with the mask of eyes, and you see the hidden entrance, and the third level of the basement, and then after a series of doors and keys, you get to your next boss, uh, Nygatilger, so which mm. is... Uh, I got a lot to say about this boss. Yeah, this guy is, um, in my opinion, I thought it was easy as hell. So You thought I, he was easy as I hell? I had no problem I so. beating this guy at all. Neither did I, except the game... Oh yeah, this was crashing. Kept crashing every time I beat him, and so I had to beat him four times uh, before I could I could save. Because I beat him, went on to the next part, died, and then I <laughs> had to reload and do it again and again because it kept I've, messing up. I'll have to say in this game too, you had to save often, save early, because yeah. there was a few times where I forgot to save and I was like, Oh, I wasted so much time yep. by not saving. It, this game punishes you for not saving. Yep. But yes. even though it's super nice, you can save anywhere. But yeah. But if you forget. If you forget, dude, man, you are going to pay. After that, I was just like, I'm saving every yes. every new area I get to before every boss. I don't want to run before back Before every this. boss, absolutely. Uh, yeah, there's definitely some cursing. You probably heard me when we were talking of just like, dude, dude what the? Well, you heard me. I was just like, because he just kept like, I kept. I couldn't get around him and hit yeah. him. Oh yeah, that's right. So you were fighting him. Was... So so Nig Tilgers, he's kind of like a almost like a dragon centipede, centipede looking yeah. kind of thing. Um, he can only hit you with his head, right? And then he, he's actually kind of easy. You kind of just move in a circle and just keep attacking his body. And then and he's actually a, an enemy that you can just keep attacking over and over again, which mm-hmm. it's interesting because most of the boss battles kind of seem like it's a one attack, they disappear kind of thing, which I can't stand. But in this one, you just destroy him immediately, which I enjoyed. Was just crushing them yeah. so there drops for boss battles no, no no drops at all which is kind of a bummer would have made the game more spicy um i think I so like something i think like especially the monster drops i think that would have made it more well, interesting to grind there is a drop but you get the books oh sure but i'm just he means like random drop kind of thing yeah, I feel yeah. Like a books good game boring. that did that was dark souls right drops yes that was just the best drop yeah i love oh my i love random drops mm-hmm. i think who doesn't like random drops i love it. random drops or do you like predetermined drops i love, random. Random, drops. I love, I random. love random drops and i love that like especially in dark souls yeah if you you defeat an enemy and they drop like a full set of armor yep. and you get their weapon and like yeah, random drops love are it. so random though yeah you can random. use items to increase it so i don't fucked. i don't really care it is what it is you're, you're kind of a fuck you. I got mine. Yep. Per- yeah, that's right. I got my shiny flute. <laughs> get out of, get away. Mm-hmm. And sharp sword. I can do whatever I want. Damn. Um, All right. <laughs> Straight up. Uh, yeah. And after you defeat him, he he actually re- finally reveals the first book of use after defeating him. <laughs> yes, the first book. Um, and now at this point, you you go back to return to Sarah. Can you, can, hold on. Can you read the books? Go to the inventory and read them right away? Or You can't. You, I, have to, you need the monocle, okay. or you need to go bring him to Jiba. Because so, I didn't even do it until later. No. There's only a couple people who can read yep. the ancient language. Yep, and you don't get the item to do it until like, much later. Um, then, yeah, so you return to Mania to go talk to Sarah. Um, and then if you... Right before you do that, you can actually go back to Zeptic and talk to Fina and Jiba. You'll find out that Fina has recovered from her illness. She'll thank you for rescuing her. However, she won't remember anything about her circumstances, about who she is, other than her name. Classic. Yep, classic. And But Jiba now says she will vow to watch over her and Amnesia. teach her. So, yeah, pretty nice. Um, and do, you, then, do you go back to Barbados in, the, in your guys' version or no? Yeah, you can go back there and get, like, they'll actually give you, like, free items and stuff, uh, free weapons, which is nice. Mm-hmm. But again... 
money doesn't really matter much. I guess they're giving you weapons when it does matter, so it is nice. And I did take advantage of it a few times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can go and get the the Talwar, like the Skimitar from Slaff. He'll like open his stores and give it to you. Okay, so. cool. Yeah, it's nice. Good and you can bad. go back to him a few times. And he'll give you some different items. Does it have its own unique uh, song for the town? I think so. Yeah, Damn. should. It's got some new characters. It's got some characters and stuff too. I mean, yeah, it's it's definitely like a nice addition. But like I was saying, it's just interesting that they don't really like give you the guidance that they kind of do in the original game and then they also don't really they i guess they kind of can also set you up by for failure just by just walking out to the planes and getting destroyed without even knowing that you can go because like i feel like with like old school jrpgs at least you can go to those shops and just buy your weapons and then you have a fighting chance but in this mm -hmm. one you pretty much need to talk to everyone to even get a weapon Good yeah luck. and then if you don't do that or know what to do then, then you're not going to get you're, it you're just, just going to get rocked by everything in the field yeah but yeah, you go back to Mania to talk to Sarah, and you find out she's been murdered. I don't know if that <gasps> happened in your game. Not uh, Sarah. But yeah, Sarah's been murdered. Uh, she, But there's actually a man waiting there, and she, he tells you all about it. Um, Sarah asked to, him to give Adel something before she died, and uh, he hands Adel the second book of yeast. That was easy. Mm -hmm. um, he then informs Adel that Sarah mentioned the abandoned mine. As her last words... Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, the abandoned mine is the next area. It's pretty much the next dungeon. Um, inside it, you'll you'll find the first thing you'll notice is that it's super dark, and Adel uh, can't really see much ahead of him. And it wasn't maybe it wasn't so bad in the newer version because I feel like you can kind of see what yeah. was around you, but but other than like the light circle that's around you. And the I've old school game was it just black completely? It's black completely. Wow. Just the circle around your Ouch. character. Enemies yeah. were a little bit tougher in the mine too. So like, if you didn't have like, I think the reflex armor at this point, you or a large shield, yeah, you're gonna get, you're gonna get dunked on. I have an embarrassing story. Embarrassing story. So Pokemon Red, right? Yes. So we have to go to the mines yep. and use Flash, right? So I had an old school Game Boy. Mount and... Moon. Thank you. Yep. And um, you know what? I, I I didn't even fucking think about it. I didn't use flash. I just turned up the freaking gain. You you can and yeah, you can like <laughs> almost see terrible. Like the, it was can, terrible. Then I get yeah, and you can see like the little ladders. You can actually get through it. I but did. Yeah. I did oh. it twice. And I'm like, you can use flash. <laughs> I know. Seriously, awesome. I'm like, like this is like a late part of the game. It's, yeah, it's you should play. The, you should play the original game. It's Playing like, the game on hard mode. mode. I see. Oh, God, I <laughs> exactly. Like, pretty yeah. much. I'm trying to think of any yeah, other definitely games. Definitely didn't help me. Yeah. I'm like, wow, this is hard. Not but mode. you did it though. I like I it though. It's kind of like it's. I did do it. You it's did. getting you, you into the atmosphere and kind of giving you the fear. And the music in the abandoned mine is really good. I kind of feel like it's it's creepy. Like I was saying, kind of earlier, it's just like an '80s horror kind of like theme i didn't know you were a pokemon kid i oh, was yeah. what they time. used to call me a gengar back in the day dude Dude, we hung out <laughs> back then you never showed me your pokemon actually we did i did i saw your pokemon i never had pokemon bro yeah you did one time this is a true story oh, Pokemon cars yeah so we're hanging out uh at his place <laughs> and he's like hey you want to see some pokemon cards i'm like sure Okay, so he we crawled to his rafter. He's just got a box. In the garage. Yeah, way up top. So you got to do weird crawl, acrobatic thing. It's like, look at it. It's a box of like 
shitty Pokemon cards. It was a starter pack. We did have a holographic Blastoise, so it was, they weren't completely shitty. That's right. Was it in there, too? I remember our, scratched up. Our, <laughs> our homemade hammock, though. We just took the lawnmower bag and like stuck it between the rafters. And yeah, that was clutch. It. Yeah, it was clutch. That's it was hot. Yeah. Of course, you know, when he's showing me, it's like July. It's hot. Hot as hell. Hot as hell. <laughs> he's just sweating. I'm like, cool, dude. Card, um, yeah, touching Pokemon cards, cards in a hot garage. Sweaty car hands. Yeah, if you guys knew me back then, we probably wouldn't be talking today. <laughs> Your mom said we have What'd to. What'd she say? I'll talk about it later. <laughs> we have to hang out with you because she, she feels bad. Anyway. <laughs> back to the mine. Yeah, you don't get any torches or lanterns, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Would have been nice to kind of have like a Zelda feel to this and have like an extra idea. Did I ever Wait. tell you about that Pokemon stuff? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh damn it i was gonna say speaking of zelda jeez you guys uh yeah you make your way through the mines and you finally find this silver uh silver harmonica which you can return to Rhea. um another item that you can find in this mine is the road of seed which you need to talk to the road of trees which is what you have to do in order to get this weapon that you absolutely need throughout the entire game so yes another point of just like i don't know how the hell you would know to do this if you didn't have a guide well and if you missed it you could literally go through a good amount of the game without it and you would just be like totally screwed you'd have to do some massive backtracking to to make sure you got it at that point if you like made it to the end of the game yes you can't and it's also interesting that it you know because you get the harmonica whatever and yeah you You'd, you'd want to go back and return that, but then you get the seed, and you really should do the quest for the seed now, but if you don't do it and miss it, yeah, you have to backtrack a, quite a bit. So at this mm-hmm. point, how far are you guys in the game? Like three hours or what? No. no maybe, maybe like an hour, two hours. That's maybe it. An so hour much has progressed. But you know the thing Wizards. is is that there's a, lot of, there's a lot of time that you can spend not knowing what to do, and even when I did have the guide, I did have to grind and it still took me a while to beat these bosses. So I don't know if like yeah. the time really lines up for me. I'd say maybe I spent like maybe like nine, ten hours on this just based on like having to like replay some bosses. What what level of difficulty yeah. did you play on? What normal? What? There's levels of difficulty? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, played on normal. just plain straight. There's no yeah. levels in, in mine. Yeah. Yeah. I played on hard for whatever reason. Oh, that's probably but why. Anyway, um, I just wanted to give myself a challenge. Uh, but yeah, anyway, you, you give her once you give Aria the silver harmonica, you could also. Wow, yeah, <laughs> thanks for reminding me. <laughs> do, you um, know, do you know the difference between hard and, and normal, or whatever? Is it just more enemy HP? Or more, uh, more, my, more enemy HP, more damage. Um, Can you change that bosses in game? Are definitely tough. Or no, no, not when, I don't think not when you start it. Not when you start after you start the game. I don't would think you, would you have? Uh, I could have, but I, I I feel like I was getting through it fine. I wasn't like really struggling all that much. I don't yeah. know, do ten hours. I beat the game in four point seven yeah. hours. There was also if you there I would also I would also try to play like like a real game and like read the guide and just know play. where to go and then try to figure and it out the next yeah, step on my sure. steps. How so was your morale would, at this point? Frustrated? I mean, where do you put your morale? Are you enjoying not enjoying it? I was I was I was enjoying the game. Glutton for pain. Yeah. I don't really like I wasn't really like hating it all that much. I don't know if it's the same in the original, but in Chronicles it all moves fast. Yes, he is a flying. Yeah, he moves really quick, and I think in the orig- the old school game, he's moving a little bit slower. He's a little bit slower than with the not diagonal movement. It's kind of yeah, yeah, 
definitely helps getting through Zelda. I felt like I was like in a Monty Python movie, just like not even stopping to kill people. I just. Bah, 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 I mean, once you get powerful enough, you just, with certain enemies, you just. One shot him. You run through them, yep. basically. But, yeah. So, anyway, yeah, you give uh, Rhea her harmonica and the parchment paper that you can find. If you Well, if you find the parchment paper and then give it to her now, she'll actually. Um, Read you, read you her poem, and then while listening to her song, I can read the poem now if you guys. Sure, yeah, that was a bop. Uh, yeah, it's uh, the eastern sky is stained in red, the western sky is blue. Between the lands of light and shade, my dreams are born anew. I hear the melodies of birds and taste the fresh spring air. Mm-hmm. I see the silent rhoda tree and feel like I've once been there. Mm-hmm. It's its sight is all I'll ever need to cry until the dawn. The lost serenity of man. Depa- what does that even say? <laughs> Damn it, you ruined it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Watch the lights back. Yeah, the, the light, the light might have might A- hurt. Amen. <laughs> yeah, I feel the bird. It's, it's, it's wings aloft and root to clearer skies. Two moons that, that wax and wane out west while east the scene or the sun doth rise it's funny because like you know like on the team there's just like the they got all they got all these people the guy who does the combat the guy who does the graphics and they got the poet and they're like well we gotta we gotta give him some work too yeah <laughs> well and I'm, I'm reading this from a screenshot i couldn't actually find the text so yeah. that's why i think i'm struggling on some of the words i can't really read man that verses. poem was so uh, much better than loveless yeah i actually oh, so, yeah. think i like that I poem know, a lot better than like loveless it. Okay, just a quick break about Loveless. Who's the girl in Loveless? Who is that? And also that 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 girl is everywhere in Final Fantasy VII. Why isn't that explained at all in Crisis Core? All we get is just Genesis's BS about the player his or the. So yeah, is that I don't really understand. Is it the perspective of the the lady in the in the posters and everything, or is is she the love interest? Or I don't know. I don't understand. Like, and and I don't really get like. Because I've seen this. Is this like a fan-made poster that you made? No, I think that's the high resolution. This is the high resolution taken from poster. probably remake. Or wow, something. all from remake. Yeah, I hope that, that was for me taking your personal collection. Well, hopefully we'll get into it more with. Remake. Would you say she's part of Genesis, Angel, or Sephiroth's fan club? Hmm? Angel, hundred percent. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, there's got to be a reason why he's into it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think she belongs to anyone. I just think she should be a free she's mystery. Free. Well, it just seems like everybody <laughs> in Midgar point. is part of some fan club of somebody. So <laughs> I don't know. You just have to categorize it. Just let it be. You know, you guys just are that. making you're, you're you're making me not like Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> That's, That's how I was feeling. <laughs> oh, okay, so yeah, back to back to East. Uh, East. Now you have to. Go talk to the uh, Rota trees, which I thought was really annoying because you go talk to one and then you have to go to the other. Yeah. And it's like, why can't I just talk to one? And I also, again, there that's was... what I was wondering, like, if they were to clear some of that stuff up in the, no. No, you got to talk to both of them. And then what you, ha- and then you have to get the silver sword. Yeah. There's two Rota trees. Yeah. You probably will talk to the right one first. Oh, okay. I don't understand why there's two, but the one, the first one just says, go to my, uh, my, my cousin or whatever. Oh, these actual trees. We're talking they're, to trees. They're here. trees that you're talking, just like kind of Zelda. Did you think it was super weird? Uh, I mean, I don't know if you went to the tree before you had the seed, but you can go up to the tree and it starts the FMV, yes. and then it just stops. And then it just stops, whoa, and you're whoa, like, whoa, whoa. oh, okay. There's FMV in uh, 
Yeah, there's an opening. There's a, there's a few times. Is it cool? The opening when you talk to Fina. Is it anime? Once, like uh, yeah. yeah, it's some anime. It's nice. Dope. Is it? How does it compare to like Chrono Trigger? Same. Similar. Yeah. With like cutscenes like that. Damn. Yeah, it's nice. But yeah. yeah, it is funny how like you can walk up to the tree and it'll just show you like a few seconds of the cutscenes and it just cuts. It's just it's funny that they don't just say come back here later with the seed or something. I don't know. It's, yeah. It's funny. It says nothing. It just no plays direction. it and stops it. And you're it's like, like, oh, okay. okay. I guess I'll come back here later. So we'll hold on really quick. This game doesn't reward you for exploring no. at all. Mm-hmm. So, cause it's, I mean, it, it kind of wants you just to go to the next. It wants you to do exactly what you're in, supposed in to do order, next. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Cause if you go to this tree before, again, you just get confused. Cause you're like, oh, uh, am I supposed to do something here? Right. Yeah. Um, once you, yeah, once you go talk to the other, the right tree, you get the silver sword, which is the sword you need the actually at the end of the game until it, like, the, from now until the end basically not the most powerful weapon in the game either but yeah right which is very interesting um you then return to the lower depths of the abandoned mine and then you challenge the next box uh the Gullion, which i thought he's a vampire and he's extremely annoying he and this was pro- this was the hardest boss i had i yeah. might maybe even harder than like the, the end boss like, yeah i think harder than the end boss yeah. it was it was crazy because, and I think a lot of people are, consider him one of the hardest bosses. So, yeah, like I was saying, he's a vampire-like creature who can divide himself into a multitude of bats. The bats spread out quickly, fly around the room, uh, primarily in search of you to try to attack you. Um, after a while, they swarm back together and briefly. There's so many of them. Yeah, and then briefly restore the form, and you literally have like you have to be on him you, at that. I point. mean, you have to be. So you have to get close to the bats. What's frustrating is you have to avoid the bats, but also remain close to them at the same time. Was that hard for you? Because you're kind of scared of bats, from my understanding. There, <laughs> it was. Hard. I had to have Emily play this part for me. Oh. She, I, like I kind of nudged her in bed, and I just handed her the mm. the system. I'm like, can you just? And she's like, God. She, and she, she did it in one shot days, though she did one shot cool. like, I'm just like damn, damn, I damn she should play more east yeah <laughs> um but yeah it, it was really frustrating because it's like you had to be really clo- really close to the bats but also like you didn't want to get too close because they would just like drain your health like crazy yep and then you had like half a second to attack did the ring work in the like dungeon or no like I was saying before rings it's items slow. do not work at all or they, they don't work during the fights they don't work at all can during you do the potions fight. during the fight can't use though? any potions oh, you can't do anything ooh that sounds like a challenge which is it's stupid because okay. it's like that's the one time you'd want to actually use the potions oh yeah these boss battles have it ready um so yeah, basically that the whole like strategy of this one is to kind of just move around the whole square and just wait. You can attack back and back. It, it's really just like tedious and just. I feel like for most of the boss fights, like you're you're gonna take damage. So that's where it yep. kind of comes back to like I don't think there's. I mean, yeah, I'm sure if you watch like speedrunners, they can probably just do it no problem at all. But like, there's not enough finesse to kind of. Like, no, there's a lot of luck. Avoid, yeah involved with some of these boss battles oh absolutely this one like this one gave me like a really bad hand cr- uh cramp when i was trying to like play it on on the d-pad on the playstation controller i told you dude but it, i was having i was doing fine i beat the game with it so it's not like i quit um all right yeah what's up a couple hours longer you would have quit nah but i mean other than that he's just it's just hit and run tactics until you whittle him what's down your hand? To what's nothing? that bandage on your hand what's your hand all right it's looking good to me okay all yeah. right <laughs> yeah, you just whittle him down, hit and run tactics, and eventually you beat him. So yeah, was, yep. Uh, and then once you beat him, third book of East. Awesome. I mean, all the bosses—not all of them, but they're kind of similar in a lot of ways. Of just attack them, back away. Yeah, attack. Yeah. This is definitely where the the battle theme of the boss comes into play because I just remember just 
I was I was definitely spending a lot of time fighting this guy. You just, I was saying some, this is where you got throwing feel some for the boss bombs. Themes. Yeah, and I was like, okay, this is all this is how this game's gonna be. Because I was yeah. like, it was so weird how like the first boss was really hard, and the second one was super easy, and this one's like very very hard. Probably maybe even the harder one of the hardest bosses in yeah. the game. Probably. And you still can't read any of the books you got. Nope. But now with the third book in hand, you return to Zeptic, um, and you find Fina standing on the dock, which goes into the, the cutscene, which is animated for the, the new version. She'll explain to you that she's quite happy in Zeptic, but still can't remember anything. Um, Ada will, will tell Jiba of Sarah's passing, and said Jiba said she anticipated this might happen, which I thought was kind of cold, because it's like, well, then why the fuck didn't you do anything about it? You just let your niece yeah, just die she's like well, i knew this is gonna happen yeah whatever say niece or yeast east oh. east niece least i'm still alive <laughs> uh she explains that uh both she and sarah were descended from one of the six priests of uh east uh and then you that know then, the that know the ancient text that know the ancient texts right and then so then you can then ask her to read the books and then she will realize that without sarah she is the only person left that can read them uh, she, she has she reads all the uh, have her read all the books, and she'll explain to you that there's three other books in Darm Tower, which is kind of like the final dungeon final in the area. game. Mm-hmm. Uh, in order to access the tower, you need to go to the Thieves Den uh, and speak to her son. Den and, uh... Right, which is you revealed that the Thieves Den boss is her son. Yep, Thieves Den is common. It's kind of a common um, theme in a lot of these. Wasn't it in Lunar Thieves Den, Thieves Town? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, I feel like there's always kind of like a thieves kind of area. Dragon Quest has it too with that Dragon Quest 8. I can't remember what that area is called. Yeah. That's a cool town. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I mean, I like that this game tries to be kind of diverse with its areas and its characters that are in each. So yeah. it, it's nice. I'm, um, pro, I'm pro Thieves Den. For know, sure. You know what I got to say to that? What? Classic. There you go. Classic. When you return to the Thieves Den, uh, <laughs> Goldman tells you that a fellow thief, Dogi, entered the tower but has not yet returned. Explains how dangerous the tower is, and he will ultimately agree to let you to enter. But the door, the door is one way, and once you enter, you cannot come back. He takes away your wings too. He tells you. I don't know if you were using the wings in this game. You, we haven't really talked about it yet. It's very similar to like the Chimera wing, Chimera. Dragon. Yeah, sorry, Chimera. Again, another word I'm butchering. I think Chimera. Sorry. Bring, bring <laughs> Actually, no, I played in Marion Chimera. Well, it brings you back to Mania. I only know it because that's my middle name. Right, so. it only brings you back to Mania, and you have to keep buying Chimera. that over and over again from that guy, which is yep. annoying. You can just oh. get an item. But... Otherwise, if you don't have them, you have to backtrack all the way out of every area. <laughs> you, Yeah, you absolutely need it after some of these dungeons. Otherwise, you'd just be in... You would just be screwed. You but anyway, this guy takes it away from you, so you can't use it anymore. Yoink. So at this point, uh, you can't really do any more side quests. You pretty much gotta do everything you want to do not that there's a lot there's some to stuff do. to do in the new game but there isn't a lot it's, oh can, there is there added content in the new game there is some added like side quests and characters that you, you guys are like, talk to so before oh, yeah. you before you go in you might not have done it um but if you leave the town and come back you will see that fina has recovered and walked out onto the dock of zepic village and you can go to have this like weird cutscene. like this weird fmv where she like is sitting there looking all solemn, looking out at the ocean, and you have like a weird conversation with her. No, um, that's part of the story. You got to do it. You have to do it. Yeah, I, oh. I, was, I said that because like you, she tells you that that's where she tells you she can't really remember anything still. Oh, then, sorry. I thought... And then and then you go into and then I, I think she might even teach, maybe like Jiba teaches like uh, 
teaches her how to like read the books or something. I don't yeah. know. But all I remember is I had to go I had to leave the town three different times. That to was talk really to her, annoying. So you had to do that yeah, you had to do that many times to go back and forth, back and forth to like trigger the story events. I didn't like doing that. Because yeah. again, I feel like if you didn't have a guide, how would you even know you that know. you had to do that? Yeah. God. After you just talked to the character, it's it that's annoying. I, I didn't, hate that I, I didn't like that. Were like, that's the thing I love where they like I'm trying to think what I put it recently, where they kinda give you that you know when you're done talking, you're not going to gain more dialogue. I'm actually surprised that they didn't change that in the new version. Yeah. Like, why do they... I mean, that's something that just, I guess... It just seems so weird. Happen. It but, is weird that because it's like... It's almost like a system thing. Yeah. Like, you're you're waiting for it to trigger. It's like, weird. oh, this would be too complicated. Change the code. Let's just... <laughs> Let's ship just it. keep it. Ship it. Yep. Um, yeah, Darm Tower is com- composed of many floors. Um, however, when you climb... The stairs on one floor leads to the exterior of the tower. From there, you go to the next floor. Um, I, I feel like you guys, get... though, whenever I go to a tower in a JRPG, I'm just like, fuck, here we go. Like, yep, it's, this, this one's a huge annoying. maze. Oh, yeah, dude. This one's yeah. just like a crazy maze. Probably like one of the worst tower JRPG places ever. 25 levels, in, uh... dude. Like, I yeah, thought 25. It, it's in crazy. Lunar, I think I quit at whatever tower you get to there because I'm like, dude, I'm not going through this. Well, and, and you have to do so much backtracking in this thing. It's. Or if you forgot something, yeah, mind-boggling. It's, it's annoying, and like when you go when you go through the tower, you you have to like find this thing called the evil ring. It's like a must. The, the ring basically doesn't really do anything for you. It's actually I think it hurts you. Yep. Um, but you have to have it in order to progress through the game. And if you don't grab it yet, like you're saying, you have to go back however how many levels to come to and get, get this. And this is at like one of the first couple God. floors. So yep. Yeah, you better grab it. And like you're saying, use your guide. Otherwise, you'll be in trouble. Um. And eventually you get to, like, the sixth floor, and it triggers a trap, and you black out, only to wake up in a prison cell. Classic. Like, like this, this is a cool, you know, story kind of element. Yep. Right? Um, classic. classic. These Dead, classic. And another, another cool thing, you'll notice that all of your, uh, you're unarmed and all your silver equipment's gone, which is interesting, because just your silver equipment's gone. Yep. Kind of like a hint that it's important. Um, silver bells silver bells silver equipment and at this point you are you are unarmed uh, if you head into the equipment screen you should probably just equip the best equipment you can have because otherwise you'll just get walloped Rocks. like I did just realize <laughs> yeah. oh I gotta so, equip something are you naked and afraid at this point? <laughs> you no, pretty you... much are because you, you don't have your best equipment it's all gone yeah. so you better have the level below it otherwise... you have your second tier equipment right and then you have to equip it. You have to equip it too. So oh, if yeah. you don't notice it's not equipped, you're gonna get oh yeah pretty much smacked right away. Um, and there's another person in the cell with you. His name's Luta Gemma. Um, he was caught as well. If you speak with him a second time, he explains that he saw someone in the hallway lined with statues. After checking the prison door and all the walls, you will be unable to find any escape in the cell. And it kind of Another kind of classic thing in JRPGs, I kind of like feel like when they put you in a cell, they kind of want to make you feel like you're hopeless. Mm-hmm. So you kind of just sit there and you don't do anything, and then something eventually triggers, which is Dogi smashing through the wall. The Kool Aid Man. I kind of liked it. Yeah, that was pretty great. Yeah, it's like holy crap, this guy didn't need help at all. <laughs> and I, apparently, yeah, I think we, yeah, we so talked about it before. I him. I think like Dogi's in all the East games. Oh, okay. yep. Yeah, he's like a recurring character. Just Dogi kind of like and Adol. They're in like all of them. Aaron. <laughs> Just imagine how many walls he probably has smashed throughout all the games. I feel like that's his mo. He's the juggernaut. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Dogie, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wonder if someone anyone's ever done that. Oh, um, anyway, he introduces himself and he tells you about his fa- his friend named Rabba. 
who is hiding in the statue lion hallway, which was kind of hinted at before. And as you attempt to leave the cell, Dogi asks a favor with you. He asks you to return an item called the, aid, to the, the idol to Rabba. And this is a point in the game where you also have to use the Mask of Eyes again. And this is a point where I hated using it because you have to mm-hmm. use it at a point where the hallway is just filled with monsters mm-hmm. and you can't get to his... You, this, this game too, at least in this hallway, the monsters are just keep, they just keep spawning. They just don't stop. Yeah. Even if you kill them, if you move the map at all, they just spawn again. So it's like you put these eyes on and you're just getting sma- like just smacked. So I just basically just force myself into the entrance and you, you really don't know where it is. It doesn't tell you where the entrance is and the hallway is pretty long. So like you really have to like just... So when you're using a guide, are you like, is you using a guide with like pictures or just purely text-based? Um, this one, the one I was looking at, because I eventually had to look at it, because I was yeah. like, okay, I'm, I'm in this, I don't see it, so I went and looked, and I was like, oh, okay, it's like the eighth <laughs> or ninth one at the end or whatever. It's annoying, but anyway, yeah, you put the mask on, you get through, you talk to Rabba, he's a scholar who came to research Asteria, he's been trapped in the tower um, after the monsters attacked, or he was researching in the tower, and apparently the monsters just starting attacking. Uh, the the idol item had been keeping him sa- safe by keeping him uh, invisible, um, and he thanks you for giving it back to him, and then gives you the blue necklace, which allows you to get through the trap that caught you in the prison. The yeah, a lot time. of jewelry in this game, huh? A lot of yeah, jewelry. a lot of items that just kind of are there to just kind of get you through the next spot. I just kept that on for as long as I. Yeah, I I also felt like okay, there's more traps. I don't want to run into more of them, and then you travel, you know. Keep going up the tower. You reclaim your equipment. Traps silver. are kind of annoying in JRPGs, honestly. Yeah, but this one, they're, it's not really a trap. It's more just like a story yeah. part. Yeah. And then, yeah, if you don't get the item, then it just blocks you from progressing. I'm just having so. like vagrant story flashbacks of just like yeah. walking into something. You, didn't really, you don't even have like a, a hint that's there. So I like the Dark Souls traps. It's kind of funny. Dark Souls are, are, but they're almost like trolling you at different points in Dark Souls. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's why it's, I like it. That's the, the and that I feel like when it's done like that, when it makes me laugh, then I do like it. Well, they're trying to fuck you over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. And yeah. And at this point, you can fight the fourth boss battle, Pictomos, who's like a giant mantis, mantis-like insect demon, who uh serves Jake? as the guardian of the fourth book. <laughs> yeah, I know, Jake. You might be interested. in this My one. ears peaked. Yep. <laughs> and he's just spitting out acid, little like crescents, little like scythe-like blades. Yep. I also thought this was kind of an easier boss. You oh, basically yeah. just avoid the things and just attack them. And you can, like, again, I feel like any boss that you can just keep attacking is They're an easy easier. battle. How's yeah. the battle compared to Secret of Mana? Because, you know, you're battling a... What, what, what battle is fun, more enjoyable to you? I would say the Secret of Mana battles are okay. more enjoyable than this one. Right. This one, you just kind of feel like... I feel like the boss battles are either, like, lucky, or, like, in this case, it's just kind of easy. Easy, yeah, easy, easy, yeah, easy, easy. Uh, it is kind of cool though. The like the room he's in, it's all chopped up from his like, uh, weapons and stuff, and there's blood everywhere. I did like that the the effects they added in like the new version with like the blood when you defeat some enemies and stuff. It was kind of cool. Just add some character. Blood when you defeat enemies. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Yeah, I would. I would say. I think I've heard people say that like you shouldn't play the old version just because it can it can give you like a bad taste of a lot of gore. Peace. And I think that like the new version at least kind of brings some of the like new features from like the older. I guess maybe maybe not super recent, but older East games to like 
least modernize or help to modernize the first one. Yeah. So, so what really you're saying, old. you're saying his room is like all. It's like uh, so the scythes and his things that he shoots out. The, the room's like you can see the indentations on the walls from all of the. There's up. a lot of like. I'll have to say that too, and we probably didn't mention that earlier. But the the new version, it's like the sprites are completely redone and yeah. like you graphically overhauled. It looks it looks it does look really good. It, it does look nice. You sent me a screenshot, and I was I felt inadequate. Yeah. Did I, you feel that the boss expressed himself? Because last episode you talked about your mom let you express your room with a bunch of posters. No, I felt like the boss definitely. I definitely he. I could relate yeah. to his expression of his own room. Yeah. Was he wearing Jinko jeans? <laughs> Uh, you know, he might have actually. Now that I was looking at him, I can't. I can't remember what his bottom Excellent. half looked like. So the room was all bloody too. I think there was some blood. There was like blood or like torn red tapestries yeah. or something. You were goth. It was cool. In your room, right? It was really yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the bathrooms were cool. They added some some cool like uh, design to it. Yeah, they're pretty. How'd you defeat him? <sighs> well, you just keep running into him. You just keep running into him over and over again. Friends, bump and grind. Um, any shapes for using to defeat him? Like circle. Yeah, you pretty much like hit from one. I think I hit it on one side, go back, back up, out, yeah. and then hit it on the other side, yeah. and then just kind of repeat. Um, but anyway, once you beat him, you get the fourth book, and you also get the hammer, another like useless item that you need to like. Another like I don't know how the hell you would even figure this. It out. It has one use. One use Dude. on one pillar and in one area that you can tell that the pillars look different, but. Again, if you don't have the guide, I don't know how you would even know which one to hit. And you, yeah, you finally do it. And, and then when you do hit the pillar, it doesn't really even change. I like, think a it, triangle it, breaks off. Yeah, like it. something changes. And then it's, it's, it's not like you can like hear, you know, like some games will do a better job of like showing you that you just Effect. unlock something. Yeah. Like all it just shows you is that you hit it. It's like, back, oh, yeah. okay. Well, what did that what do? What did that do? Yeah. Like weird. For sure. So yeah, I would thankfully. We're following the guides in modern day. And we'll How far do you guys think you would have gotten without a guide? I don't like, know. Honestly, I, I would have. I seriously probably would have given up. I probably would have quit at Zeltic. Same here. Oh, yeah, I'm good. For sure, me too. But it's just kind of like, <laughs> I don't. I don't get me wrong. I'm glad I went through it because I, I really do like the music and I think this series is something I would like to play, especially like some of the modern games, like maybe like some of the like. So do you get why yeah. there's so many? Do you get it? Like, no, it's it's ease. Do you get ease? ease? No. Okay, sorry. I'm just saying, would you play more of this? More, would you dig deeper in the <laughs> that series? A, that was a bad attempt there. Would oh, you I'm, dig deeper in the series? I or would. No? I would after playing this one. I, I'm interested. I think that, like, especially with like new games, like this is like the be- you know this is the beginning. This is the beginning, so it's it's expected yeah. to be. It's expected to be way better, and I think that this soon. is a good a good start. And I do really really like the music, and I think that's kind of the highlight. Yeah. Of this. I mean, I downloaded too. East Two, and I was going to start it. So yeah. Shit. All right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. This one. Continues right to it, so it's funny because I didn't get well. well I guess we yeah, I know. Like, game, but we're I didn't talking about it. Like I was when I was done with this, I'm like, uh, good. Yeah. Sayonara. Well, see you I, later. Yeah. I, but anyway, yeah. Yeah. It's like a massive system version, though. But right. I'd be open to the new ones. So the hammer again lets you keep going through the tower. Uh, it's put you about like level ten, level eleven. Yeah, I think so. And then you get to an area that you'll see a trail of blood in a room. And if you follow it, you'll find Luda who hurt his leg. He was hiding with Rabba, but then got attacked. Uh, there, hold on. Sorry. Is there any feedback to leveling up in your guys's version? Like, does it, it like, it'll tell you when you level up, it kind of yeah. like gives you like a little icon that shows yeah. up over your head. But I, I also kind of feel like it, 
maybe even at this point, I'm not leveling up anymore. At this point, level 10 is the max. You well, yeah. don't level up anymore. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, when you talk to him, uh, he tells you that actually there's a young woman that had been taken to the annex of the tower, and he asks you to rescue her. Now, again, this is another thing that you have to do. Even though the game will let you progress further up the tower, you have to do this in order to like get to the final boss. So mm-hmm. it's it's kind of frustrating that like if you see this that. is it doesn't really force you to this area to do this. And let whatever. me tell you about this. Oh yeah, let's you, go. Did you backtrack? <laughs> Okay, I didn't know there were two and en- two entrances to level eleven. There's one entrance to get into the room that has you have to break the pillar because it's all evil and red, and there's one where on the far left that takes you to Luda's Luda's room. I progressed through the entire dungeon all the way up to the boss door, yep. and I couldn't get in. Because I didn't have the item that he gives you. I say I did the same exact thing. And I'm sitting here backtracking, looking for him. I go all the way down to level to to level six, and I get caught in that freaking trap again. Oh, because you didn't have the thing equipped. Yep. And so I'm like, oh, great! It'll bring me to the prison. Maybe Luda's there. Because I'm like, I have to find Luda. That's what I. And then he's not there. So I go back. I get all my freaking gear again. I make it all the way up. And then I'm like, I don't know where he is. Wait, did you lose your equipment too? You had to go pick it up. Oh, yep. wow. So I pick it up a second that time. That is painful. And then this time I just. I had to turn on a YouTube video because I'm like, I don't know no. where he is. Yeah. There's. On some of the levels, there's left or right, there's different entrances to level 12 and 13. It was really frustrating. On levels 19, there's two different entrances to 19. One thing that helped is if you press select, it at least showed you what level you were on. I don't know if you knew you could do that. Well, I could, every time I, it just like said right in the corner of the screen for me. Right, that's all it did. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I'm saying. But this game would have definitely benefited with the mini map oh yeah some, man some sort of like map like that i hope that maybe that's the case in some of the later games it was absolutely like and uh, you downloaded east too after some surprise yeah it was honest, a slog i mean i was i was cruising yeah too. it's like you cruise and then you get to like get to these walls yeah and that's kind of what what took me so much time too is that i would just yeah. i would just try to figure it out by myself and i'm like all right back to the guide again yeah, yeah. you're like right, um, it was a real yeah, real pain i'm like maybe i don't need to find loot up to go do this and then sure enough sure. so uh going to the annex you actually run into the fifth boss battle uh Co- uh Clard. i think that's how you say it uh this is a really annoying boss battle probably like you need the most luck to defeat him. Basically, he's just a giant orb who just shoots giant rocks at you. And the rocks don't really serve as defense, but more as offense. And I also feel like he's just moving in every direction around him. And, like, you basically just have to, like, get lucky and kill him. I don't know. I, this boss battle pissed me off. I feel like there's no pattern to anything that's going on. Yep. I feel like you're just getting hit constantly. And I was just hoping that I would just beat him. I beat him with absolute ease. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I like it. Oh, um, yes, that was the best one. That was a good one. I oh, no, yes. I straight up just kept walking into his body. I went back and forth, back and forth. The rocks didn't hit me, and they the ones that did, I, like I just attritioned him to death. Yeah, that was it. I, I mean, didn't. I didn't die a lot to him. I think I died maybe a few times. But I was just like, "This is dumb." I yeah. just didn't think. What the, I'm like, "What's the point There's of this?" No box? strategy, right? It's yeah. just like you're this just is, going around in a circle. It's I was just, thinking at that point for sure. I was like, "This." I was like, "This easy." I was like, "This easy game is driving me nuts." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, this is good. That was good. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Oh, so anyway, after you defeat him, you find the fifth book of Stay East. Stay on target. <laughs> Stay on target. Uh, and you also find the rod, which you need to travel through the mirror maze. Yay! I, dude, I was like, <laughs> I was reading ahead. I'm like, dude, should I just? Should I actually complete this? I'm like, I'm just fucking done. Well, you're, you're almost done at this point. No, I know. I, I saw how close I was. Yeah. But just reading stuff, I was like, dude. Yeah, I know. that There's a lot of, like, annoying steps with this part. Have you guys ever been to a mirror maze before? I haven't. No. It's a blast. I, I actually really? think it would be kind of fun. Like, like you're talking like the old circus, like, mirror maze? Yes. Yeah. It's... I don't know. I get scared of just well, kind of... Have you one, been to one? What was it like? One reflection uh, well, myself. I, I went... On edibles, but it was <laughs> it was like, yeah, it was intense. Nice, but fun. Where'd Where, you go where to was that? this? Mall yeah. of America. Oh, okay. Ooh. And they have like a little viewing window. Do they always have that there? Yeah. Okay. Get a group on it. So cool. I think they charge thirteen. But that's the one thing that place has is that five. they have cool like events to do indoors. When they give you the edible as you walk in. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, yeah right. Woo. Hemp edibles. Woo. It's legal. I think we're the only state with legal hemp edibles. It's really, really? funny. I think so. Huh. Yeah, it's baby um, steps, right? Yeah, baby steps. Um. Yeah, so you go through the maze, uh, and then this is that, and then you actually get to the point where you need the evil, the evil ring to, to um, get to the annex to the find the young woman. Um, inside you find no, no, none other than Rhea. Turns out she allowed herself to get captured on purpose to find you. Uh, she tells you the name of the man who locked in the room. Dark Fact. So this is the the bad guy of the game. Um, Dark Fact seeks to take over the world and he needs the six books of East to do it. Good thing you're bringing them to him. Um, Classic. <laughs> which I think is funny because it's like he even admits this at the end. And I just think that at this point, it's, Adel should be like, oh, wait a minute. Then why am I basically doing the dirty work for him. I also feel like that's like a classic bad guy move. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> I've been waiting for you all along yep. and you've been doing my job for me. What a guy. <laughs> now had right. it here. Uh, she, and then at this point, she actually gives you the monocle, which allows you to read the books of East yourself, which you need to do um, to give you some, f- uh, some facts about how to beat the, I think how to like beat the game um, or at least to progress. Uh, Rhea warns you that Darkfax Cape is lined with a mysterious metal known as Celeria, and and that he can only be defeated using equipment made from the same material. When you read the books, you find out that the sword, armor, and and shield are made of this material. Was that so that is shoot, and that, that is when you why your pants like I have these. Well, I can do well, this. Well, that's what I mean. I kind of feel like if, and I think. The Thieves Guild, the guy, he, he doesn't let you in the tower unless you have this equipment. Mm-hmm. But it's also, like, really annoying because it's like, oh, okay, well, like, you have to basically go back to the dungeon, I think the shrine, or no, the abandoned mine, to get all that equipment. It's really... Oh, yeah. That would really suck if you had to go back and do all that stuff. But mm-hmm. anyway, important stuff. And it's also kind of weird that because it's not the strongest equipment in the game. Because you, you find a bunch of the even more stronger equipment in the tower here. Yep. You can't, What's the strongest you, material in this, this Well, it's game. the flame sword, the battle armor, and the battle shield. Mm-hmm. Oh, just basic like that. But it, it really is only useful against the monsters and, I guess, this, this boss battle that's coming up here. Yeah. Um, Rude, you're pretty quiet. You beat this boss? Yeah. Yeah. Easy peasy. Yeah, he beat it. Um, easy. 
Easy peasy. And actually, at this point, you need to go all the way back to Luda, which I think this is the thing that you ran into. And I think that. Well, I just went all the way to the top instead. Well, no, because you need to talk to Luda after you after you saved her, um, and he tells you that he notices one of your books. He presents the fifth book, the volume volume Gamma, which is his last name, belonged to his family. His father told him that whoever collected the six books could save the world, and with that. He gives you his family heir- heirloom, the blue amulet. Oh, yes, Without yes. this amulet, you could not proceed to the final boss. Oh. So, yeah, I had to backtrack, too. This part sucked. Yeah. Um, and it's really annoying that, like, I also feel like this tower is just full of this. Like, you got to get this item and go yep. further. And if you don't do it the right way, you're going to be backtracking. Especially so was... when you're getting so close to the end. I'm just like, all right, let's wrap it up. Yep, exactly. Uh, fifth boss battle, or sorry, sixth boss battle. It's two giant heads. Uh, oh, uh, Yoglex and Omul Gun. I'm probably butchering that. Um, they're two giant heads. Each head is surrounded by four rotating objects that damage Ado if he touches them. However, if you, if you do more damage to the heads, the objects dwindle. Um, and the and the but the uh, ro- uh the speed at which they rotate increases. Classic. You can um, only attack one of the heads. Right, and you can only attack one, and it's the gold one. I don't really know which name is which, and I'm not going to repeat it, so... <laughs> only, yeah, uh, it's it's the gold one without the horns. The blue one with the flames is the one that uh, you can't attack. Bro, and actually, spoiler. when you, when you Oh, sorry. <laughs> and then uh, when you do attack one, it switches to the other, so that's the kind of annoying thing in this game. But this boss battle, I just basically just tried to attack him until the flames or whatever got smaller, and then you could finally actually time your attacks and then beat the bottles battle. So which I guess this was an the one time that I was kind of like timing my hit. So you it kinda was, had to it was yeah. there was some strategy to this boss battle, which is nice or whatever. Um But anyway, when you defeat them, the giant mirror behind them shatters which is the doorway that leads you to the final boss's lair did you get cutscene for that or nope nope okay so here we are final boss battle it's dark fact dark fact uh you enter the room step on the symbol in the door triggers a cutscene, and the boss battle and the boss battle dark fact he will congratulate you <laughs> for getting this far but he will declare his plan will succeed because of you and he'll re- he'll rule the world then the battle begins um dark fact will begin floating around the platform moving only in diagonal directions and ricocheting off the sides of the screen similar to a dvd menu um oh god this is a really annoying boss battle because as you fight him magic just flies all over the place when it lands on the ground it explodes into different areas basically you're just getting smacked around this whole battle you can't avoid getting hit and you can fall through the floor yeah every time you hit him to the floor uh Every from where you hit him from, a square will come down, and then it'll remove the floor. And if you're on that spot, you'll die instantly. It'll also can also trap you if you're in a bad spot and you get stuck between two areas that have already been removed. Yep. Um, really sucks. So basically, this whole battle, you're trying to like line up with him and like hit him. I don't know, man. I was just going around in circles and just hoping it was gonna be over and just. I kept dying at this, and I just felt like it was a stroke of luck that you beat him. You yep. just don't fall through the floor enough times, and you outlast the things hitting you, and hit him without... I actually never fell through the floor. You can't You can't 
like just walk into the floor and fall off. No, you got, if you get hit by those things, it takes the square out from underneath you. Or if you hit him at the same time, you're standing on the same square. Yeah. You fall through the floor. Yeah. Thankfully that never, I never got an instant death. Um, and actually at this point you need to be equipped with the silver equipment and armor. Otherwise you're just going to get completely rocked. Yeah, you can't even do damage. To you him. can't do any damage to him at all. This game sounds really difficult. It is. It is. A it is. It's very not following, a guide. If you're not following the guide. It's, but honestly with the guide, it's not, it, it really isn't the so, worst. What do you do if you can't read? Are you screwed? Or uh, what? Yeah, you might be. No, um, and it, I watch you. Every beating every boss was what still you, like, what when, if you're, you can't listen to anything, then what? Then, uh, yeah, bigger problems. True. But beating every boss was still like felt rewarding. Like finally getting through him, you're like, oh, thank goodness. Beating that vampire boss and beating this guy, I definitely felt pretty accomplished. I felt like a gamer again. I did. Did feel like an old school kind of like game, you know, getting into it. Um, once you finally defeat him, he leaves only his cape behind. If you search his cape, you'll discover the sixth book of yeast. Of uh, did it again at the <laughs> end. Get here. It. I'll get it eventually. <laughs> After reading the last book, you will learn what will become of yeast. Now, now that all the six books are gathered together, they'll begin to act on their own, or they begin to act on their own, surround Adel with light, and transfer him to, into, or transfer him to a new land. Yep. And the ending kind of scroll kind of starts here. I'll just kind of give Adventure kind of a summarized version of it. Adel gets transferred above the clouds and feels the weight of his long journey lifted from his heart. Uh, the world is at peace. Adel is uh, meets the goddesses of, of east he reminisces about looking down upon the earth and at jeba's house wondering if fina's memory has returned and then a dazzling light bathes adel in radiance and he feels certain that it is wishing him peace and good fortune and then the last line is a cliffhanger for the sequel and so adel began a new journey yeah that's kind of how i feel like after every shift of work yeah <laughs> and then an absolute banger track just starts just going off yep. as the credits roll. It's so a, it's honest. It's a good ending for like an old school game. Um, I'm okay with it. I think that like this ob this game obviously wants you to play the second game. Yeah, and just kind of maybe like view it as one. Yeah, like I said, I powered through this game less than five hours. Yeah, so. I think when you can, that's the thing. Is like if I think it's with all the games we play, you kind of have to look at the lens of when it came out. Yeah, there's certain aspects of a lot of these games that just aren't going to hold up with playing so many modern games that have kind of refined so many systems and, and things over the past. But like, I think if looking back, if I play this in 1987, then I don't know, it could be considered a classic. I, I don't see someone playing this game. And if they really like it saying you're batshit crazy, like, no, I, I get it. Like there's aspects to it that are, um, I don't know. I mean, this feels more involved than final fantasy one to me. I, I got a question that people want to know how many, Hot pieces of pepperoni are you giving this game out of five? <laughs> How many out of five pepperonis? That being hot. said, uh, How many heater cooked pepperonis. That being, <laughs> said, that being said, I give it a one out of five. Oh, I mean, really? One, one pep? You didn't like one it? I, I, give it no. I give it three out of five. No, yeah, I give it, it, was a, like a, it was a C or a B. It was I mean, a two. I give honestly, it a two. The, 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 the new version brings enough quality of features I that think... make, it, they make it seem like appealing. The, yeah. the sprites yeah. are nice. The music's good. Uh, Is it the worst? game that we've played so far though no mm -mm. what would you consider the worst? really yeah. you'd rather play this over Cry are you fucking kidding sounds... me hands down are you miles it's faster what i feel like i didn't waste so much time are you kidding me probably wasted grandia. my time with crisis core grandia was the worst for you are you kidding me yeah 
Grandia was pretty rough, but I feel rough. like I kind of like it. I could like get, I could get okay. through Grandia. All right, hold I got on. used to I'm it. I'm just curious. What are your guys' order for, for the games we've played so far? We've played, we've played uh, 14 games now, I think, right? 14 games? What? Not 14 games. No. Oh, no, 14, 14 episodes. episodes. Seven games. Then. Like, Sorry. My bad. Um, yeah. So, seven games. Chrono Trigger 1. Chrono Trigger. I think we all probably Chrono Trigger oh, 1. Yeah, that was a good time. For sure. Yeah. Wait, um, hold on. Wait. Miles? Not Chrono Trigger 1? What? Uh, Bloodborne. Oh, okay. Number one. I can see it. Number one. Yeah, I forgot. You Bloodborne. know what, honestly? Bloodborne and number Chrono Trigger up there. I go Bloodborne number one, too. Okay. Over Chrono. Nah, I go Chrono. Right. Let's you know what we should do is... I haven't beaten Chrono the, yet, so I can't give it a rating, but... Sure. Maybe at the, we'll end of, maybe at the end of this year, we'll give a rating. Yeah. On the games that we've played year throughout the whole year, we'll I save it, we'll save it. yeah, we'll save it. I loved Lunar. I thought it was really fun. Lunar. Was um, fun. I heard the second one's even better, so I really, I still really want to get into that yeah. one. I think it's cool that we all have different opinions on it too. It's not just one mind. Yeah, well, this is one of the first times we played completely different versions. Too. Yeah, right. This. I is feel a, like if you played our version, you, you might would, have yeah. liked it more. I think so. I think I would have given it one extra pepperoni. Would everyone? <laughs> one extra everyone pepperoni. Play? I didn't play. What did you play on? You played on your analog boy. The Sega Master, Sega Master System. System. We played, and, and I think that's the first Sega Master System game I've ever played. Yep. I don't think I've ever played a Sega Master System game or even a Genesis. It's game. a pretty. I touched Sonic. Yeah. It's a unique system. Sonic it's, One, but that's the only game I've ever played on. There's a lot Sega of there's a lot of fun little what? games to play. Yeah. Wow! I, I, PlayStation was my first system. I had a PC, Doom, Monkey Island. And then yeah, I was all I was all the way back with the Nintendo. I know. I think the first game I beat though was Kid Chameleon on the Sega. So yeah, and that game was brutal for a kid. Whew. Oh well, yeah, that'll kind of do it. Wrap us up for Yeast here. Yeast. Um, Yeast. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I I thought you know being introduced to the ser- the series this way with this version, it I didn't mind it, it made me want to check yeah, out yep. some of the other games. Same here. If even if not in order, just like what are what are the best titles in the series? And I heard uh, wait, East, he, wait, East Origins is really good. It's a prequel to this. Well, stuff. that's funny because Adol's not even in that one. Right, <laughs> but he's in go. the rest of them though, right? Right. Yep. Him and Dogi. Yep. Do we have any questions from the server? We do. All yep. right. We do. Uh, first one. Uh, how do we all feel about grinding? And then who uh, he added this one? This who is from Haste. One? He asked. Haste, Haste he always asking the good ones. Yeah, if you make questions. grinding fun or rewarding to some degree, then I don't mind it. But if it's just like for the sake of surviving a boss battle, like so you don't like having to grind to get past the next step. Yeah, I mean, if I if I like want to go grind, and the game's like giving me an incentive to do so, then I don't mind it. But when the game's like, sorry, you ain't gonna beat this. You're gonna have to grind ten levels just to survive this fight. I think it's bad design. Yeah, he adds some context here. He says modern JRPGs have found ways to mini- mitigate, like with metal slimes and Dragon mm-hmm. Quest. Oh yeah, percentage bonuses and like Star Ocean or Bravely Default Two, etc. Um. Or they'll even find ways to punish grinding, like scaling in Final Fantasy VIII, or uh, limits and Dragonic limits in Dragon Quest Eleven. So, um, yeah, I mean, I I, I guess I, I like it um, when games don't let you just get uber strong and that they like punish so you. Like you. The scaling. I do like the scaling. I think in like Final Fantasy VIII it was like really broken, so obviously it wasn't really done right there. But in Dragon Quest Eleven, I think I really liked the the Draconic mode. And that I felt like it, it really did bring it to a difficulty level that, that like was more in line with that was game. more in line with like eight and maybe even a little bit harder with those boss battles. 
Yeah. Because um, I, well, I struggle with some of those bosses in 11. They were tough. So I liked, and Dragon Quest 11 is a good one recently where I actually liked doing the grinding because, um, and I don't think I even, I've, I don't know, I think I'm like 30 hours in. I don't think I really had a chance to fight that many metal slimes, which are, are really fun and rewarding because then you can oh, just I like play, jump Oh, I fought a ton of them. Um, but Dragon Quest I like because they, there's a really, it, it's really, it comes down to like balance on, on, and then also the speed of the battles. Um, and like if it's if you're having a grind and the battles are just a slog, then I think it's going to be kind of tough to get through. But like Dragon Quest, I think with eleven struck a good balance of like it's fun to grind. And then also I like I do like grinding sometimes because then that's my podcast time. I'll just yep. pop on a podcast and then just walk sure. around. And... I yeah, I th- maybe you you mentioned this earlier, Behemoth, but more like if if the grinding is like structured in a way that isn't like forced and it kind of just feels like you're doing it naturally just to level up your own stats. And like, you feel like you want to do it so that you can get points to put into these skills or master this weapon or this armor or whatever. I think that that when it's rewarding, I I don't mind it when it's literally just moving around in a circle and just getting more experience. That's just kind of boring. Like I think there's got to be a little bit more to it, getting items getting you know stats to put into like your point like i don't know you have a little bit more crafted but something more crafty behind it other than just like just grinding for xp i i just don't want i mean like dragon quest 11 is a hundred hour game easy and i don't want a quarter of my game time to be only grinding i agree with that but you don't have to enjoy you don't have to no i know i'm just saying like i don't want it to be like that if i'm I'm gonna play a game that's that scale yeah that's what I'm saying. I, I like if it's like optional. Like yeah. you don't really need to do this. If you just kind of fight everything along the way, you'll be okay. And that's the thing. I feel like most games I play is are kind of that way because I'm not the type to kind of avoid. Like I face, I face my my enemies. I'm not. I'm not a coward. You know. Yeah, I know. You look <laughs> well, them in the eye. And yeah. then also, I kind of feel like if you're willing to do the ultimate challenge and you have to grind hours and hours and hours to do it, well, then that's fine because it's, it's optional and you don't have to do it. Yeah. So I think that's. I think to give the players to do a way to like kind of get more of their into their game more hours and like beat the final bosses or the, the ultimate optional bosses or whatever. I think that that's totally fine. He also has like a final a follow up question here. Well, hold on with the scaling though. Oh, the scaling I I didn't like initially when I played Final Fantasy VIII. Like I was like, why the fuck am I? I'm back at Garden and this T Rex is yeah. directing me. Like I yeah. should be destroying this thing. Um. Because I came from like playing Final Fantasy Seven, where you could just level up and just destroy things in one hit. Um, I don't know. I think if it's handled well, then I, I think it, it makes sense just to keep battles interesting rather than I think yeah, because sometimes you can just like what, what's the point of this if I'm just gonna one shot things and you're just kind of slowing me down and you're not giving me experience. But that's the thing. Like, are there games that scale with experience too? Because Final Fantasy Eight, I don't think it was the case. Like, you're fighting enemies and they have more XP, but are they giving you more experience? experience too because then that kind of comes into question i don't remember if they are yeah i can't remember that either if you get like more ap if they give you more yeah if they gave you more than that too scale to your level then i'm fine with but like if it's the same reward same items as what you're fighting level five to then you're level 55 it's like yeah that's i'm not a fan of that but i i yeah i guess i don't uh i don't hate it but i i guess i like if it's an option like an 11 Mm -hmm. where you can turn it on and off do you guys have any epic grinding stories uh, uh i've lost some <laughs> shit in Fantasy seven yeah like just i think i was grinding for ap 
in that little spot in the northern cave where you can get tons of ap and like Way magic all your yeah. master all your materia and i i wasn't paying attention when i was grinding and those oh, little magic pots will yep. steal items from you yep. and they took yuffie's ultimate weapon and i did and i saved after it so i literally lost it and that was like one of the characters that i was growing to 99 and i think if i was c7 if you don't like pay attention to the other characters and like level them up naturally they'll look at this like crappy like party exp that like doesn't level them up like stat wise naturally i think it's like there's this really complex system behind it but basically if you're not using your character and getting exp that way they're not they're not going to be leveling up as strong experience here or anything yeah or or yeah maybe there is an experience here in seven but anyway i had a level 99 character that i couldn't use and then my next character was at like 40 or something so it was like a complete waste of time I lost like the so it's kind of like I was going for like the ultimate game by mastering everything, and then if you just like totally disable one of your characters, it's just yeah. I I've definitely felt like I just like wasted my whole time. I might have even just quit playing at that point. It would it felt pretty. I might have just started over completely because I was like, forget it. Oh, damn. Well, man. I think my first grind stories would probably go actually go back to Pokemon Red and you know getting the candy, the rare candy. Yep. And you know grind. That was probably my first grinding. But remember, experience. the rare candies don't. I think this is maybe going back to what I was saying before. The rare candies don't level up. Right. The characters, or it was kind of like if you left the Pokemon at the yeah. at the daycare center. Or whatever, what? and it leveled what? up. It was a yeah, you can you can drop them off there, and then like you can go bike around, or go battle, or right. continue the story. And then when you come back, dude, it it's has, like homegrown it or like synthetic. It has level right, ups bro? and stuff. But if you but if you level it up there, the stats aren't as good as if you were to yep. level it up. Dude, in the I wild. still can't get over that you were you fucking have Pokemon. You never brought it over. That's a great one. Also, I guess for me, I'm showing sure you my story. Pokemon cards. And you didn't even tell me you dude. had the Game Boy game, dude. What the fuck. I'm sorry. Or go it was a blast. I'm sorry. I guess another grinding story is obviously, obviously, uh, you know, Monster Hunter. But we don't have to talk about that. That's all grinding. Oh yeah, that's oh yeah. Grind. That's probably more fun. That's grinding. Also, too, Dark Souls uh, getting the. I think it was the dagger or the ghost dagger. What was it? The, so that's that's actually Dark a Souls That's actually a follow up question, question he's got yeah. here. He We're says, "How about... do we feel about the grind for items? Low drop rates for stuff like the weapon that you're talking about, or like Titanite slabs." I love it um, all. Or Monster Hunter, where like shit is like. 1%. I love it all. You love that. I like the grinding for Monster it, Hunter. It's just like. I think it's kind of cool because when it does drop and you get it, it's you exciting. really do feel like holy well, shit. Paid off hours of yeah. grinding, hours, <laughs> and I. But when you don't get it, it's a little enrage-inducing. I know, but you know, I'm, I'm all about the grind. You know, uh, the Dark Souls that comes to mind is trying to get the uh, the jagged Ghost Blade because you had to use a cursed finger or something, drop it, and then. Yeah, that was a pretty sweet weapon. I I do really like um, I I, I kind of like it because it just makes you kind of feel special. But I think it can also be maddening at the same oh, time. Oh yeah, like if Absolutely. you like if you really are trying to get like I think in Elden Ring, there's a lot of weapons like that where you'll be like drop rates. The drop lights are yes. super low, was and even like even Demon with Souls, all the like items, the pure blade stone was like notoriously like super difficult to get, and I think they improved it the drop rates in the remaster. Right. Um, yeah, that's I'll why t- I'm not into Monster Hunter though. Like, I'm not into these well, games with it. Here's the thing about Monster Hunter now. All right, let's hear it. Early Monster Hunters like Monster Hunter Three Ultimate, Four Ultimate, really bad drop rates. Uh, I think I tried to get a Dire Blast Heart off of a uh, uh, Molten Tigrix, and it's a one percent drop. Never got it. Jeez. But in Monster Hunter World and Rise, doesn't even if it's a two, even if it's a one percent drop, you're gonna get it within the next three or four fights. 
Like, how, how does that work? So how they improve they improve the drop rate exponentially. So if you don't get it the first time, it just increases the rate, okay. and you're going to get it no matter what. I'm cool with that. And they reduce the amount of parts in the newer games that it takes to create armor. So and you can reverse armor and use those parts to do something I'm else. The grind. Same with weapons. I like the grind. They completely. Take, took that all away. They made it a little games. softer is what you're getting at. They did. They made it a lot softer. How's yeah. Wild Hearts with the grind then, the drops? Uh, it's it's more a lot, more in the line with like late, early Monster Hunters where you still need quite a few materials, but um, drop rates are way higher. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't like, know what the rarest pieces are yet for certain monsters, but I feel like I've already gotten them. So I'm trying to think what games like... That really grinded out for like a, a drop rate or something. I think I did it for like Dark Souls, where like I wanted a certain set to like you know. And obviously, I think you like go into those things knowing, okay, I don't need to do this, but I just want to because I want right. it to look a certain way. So I kind of feel like it's it's op it's optional. So you can only hate yourself if you don't like what you're doing. <laughs> sure, I think it also kind of makes the game more interesting, more gameplay. Yeah, it just, something it, right, it gives you an more achievement, thing to do. you know. Right, another thing to do. So. Well, going back to the the first question though, I didn't answer. Um, grinding out. I remember Final Fantasy VII, like fighting the sandworms. I forgot if it was like AP or something that you get, and they gave a decent amount, like five thousand or something. And I remember just grinding it out, and specifically like one time, like not telling my mom I was just gonna stay home and not go to school. And she came down. She's like, "What are you doing?" I go, "Um, I'm sick." As I was grinding out sandworms on the beach, and she's like, "Oh, okay." And I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> I even passed. And I would just play for hours. But that's always kind of a fun feeling where you you realize like, "Ooh, this is this is grindable." Like I can I can level up a little bit here. Well, it's kind of like a, a way of you noticing that you can take advantage of the game or your situation yep. or whatever. So for sure. it, it's to the player's advantage. And if you don't want to do it, you don't have to. Miles grinding, Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, it's yeah, that's even not really. There's not really much grinding there. Yeah. I mean, it's I've, the only downside would be if you're doing a raid, you're doing a trial or like uh, an alliance raid. Um, it'd be like if your item drops or not, and you just do it again. Cool. And you're not like losing a ton of time. I mean, some raids are like half an hour, but usually like. Eight person raids are ten minutes max. Trials ten minutes max. So cool. not a lot of time investment for if you don't get it the first time around. Cool. Well, yeah, that was kind of the questions we got, and I think that <laughs> there wasn't any more. Nope. Okay. I think that'll that'll kind of do it. Um, I don't think we need to really talk about games we've been playing. We're kind of been talking about. Yeah. Well, East, no. So I mean, pick cross. I don't know. Picross, Podcast is almost at three hours. I don't think we we're, need no, to we're not. Are you going. serious? Yeah. Uh, Picross so. is not a JRPG. Sorry, I can't talk about. Yeah, it. Yeah, we can't talk about that. Nope. Hold on. Have you guys ever played Picross? Shut right. up. Nope. We can't have a Picross. So in that case, guys. Yep. Have, have a good, good one. one. All right. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Later.